This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. From Lexington High School on an absolutely gorgeous fall evening here in early October, it is time for week number eight of high school football as the Lexington Minutemen on homecoming night and senior night. A little bit of a, a dual night here at Lexington uh, for the school festivities. They will welcome in the Ashland Arrows, both of these teams with a 2-5 and five overall record. Uh, Lexington 1-3 and three in the OCC and Ashland 2-1 and one in the OCC. Hi everybody, Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Glad to be here with you here at uh, Lexington High School. And like I said, it is an absolutely gorgeous evening. Uh, Looking at the forecast yesterday, we thought maybe there would be some rain and possibly even some lightning tonight. But it looks like that's going to stay away. Uh, Way off in the west, there are some darker clouds, but uh, I don't even know if those are rain clouds. And even if they are, they're certainly not headed this way. So I think we're in the clear tonight, and uh, it's, it's time for football as a little bit of a rivalry between these two teams. Obviously an OCC matchup tonight, and uh, things lately, Nick, have gone Ashland's way the last few years. That's something Lexington will look to turn around tonight. Lexington looking to get back in the win column after uh, they've lost three straight OCC games after winning their OCC opener. Ashland, on the other hand, had a really tough non-conference schedule this year to start the year, and uh, they got off to a very rocky start. And uh, they started to turn it around a little bit in conference play with wins over Madison and Mount Vernon. Uh, but they did lose to Mansfield Senior last week, so that's where Ashland stands. Uh, but Ashland, with the toughest part of their schedule, arguably, still remaining. So you've got to ask yourself, uh, I mean, how much it's how much are they kind of looking ahead and maybe looking to the end of the season already because they're 2-5 and five. right now. They're ranked 20th in Division Three Region 10, which is not good enough for a playoff spot. Uh, and they still have to play Worcester and West Holmes after tonight. So you got to think, even if, even if Ashland were to win this game tonight, their chances of a playoff spot are slim to none. So you almost kind of ask yourself, Nick, is Ashland going to come in tonight just kind of playing free and, and really maybe not even trying tonight? I mean, obviously you want to win games, but at what point do you just kind of give up and look the basketball season? Right. And I, I mean, I think if I'm Ashland coming into this game, it's senior night, it's homecoming, it's always good. I mean, it's always a motivation, motivational factor when you come to an away game and you're the homecoming game or – you're the senior night game. It's just kind of added motivation. So maybe, I, I mean, you actually, I mean, you want to win games no matter what, clearly. But like you said, even if they win tonight, they still have the two, two of the top three OCC teams left. And it's not like you said, it's not like they're going to make a playoff spot even with the victory tonight. Now, on the other hand, Lexington, they still play. Well, obviously tonight, Ashland, and then they have Madison and River Valley still. So, I mean, those are two, three games really that can be won still. So, I mean, Lex Lex can go on a little bit of a run here to end the year and possibly sneak in there in the the bottom half of the playoff. Well, and you've got to think, the players know this, and they're they're completely opposite situations, as we just mentioned. I mean, you've got Ashland who, you know, they played such a tough non-conference schedule. 
and now they've you know they've kind of gotten through that easy part of their OCC schedule, and now it's just tough sledding again for the next three weeks for them. And then Lexington, like Nick mentioned, they're kind of looking up a little bit. I mean, yes, they're two and five, but the next three games are winnable. And if you win even maybe two of these next three, mm-hmm. Lexington's probably in the playoffs with a four yeah. and six record, which. It's crazy to say, but with the new playoff expansion format, uh, the 16 teams get in, and, uh, you know, Lexington, especially with a win tonight, you got to think Lexington's oh, going to be in. Yeah. But should they drop this one at home, and we're not even going to talk about that, Nick, but just <laughs> in this scenario, should they lose tonight, they still have a great chance to make the playoffs. So you're kind of looking at, a, at one team tonight that really has no shot at the playoffs and another team that has a great chance to make the playoffs, and we'll see if they come out playing that way uh, on their respective sidelines. As uh, we did just witness the senior night festivities, they announced all the seniors for the, uh, the football team, the cheerleaders, and the marching band. And uh, that is over with. And we've got about nine minutes on the game clock until kickoff here. And, of course, we witnessed the coin toss, but we weren't uh, close enough to hear uh, who won or what happened. So we'll have to get that sorted out for you, of course. Uh, But the band of gold about to take the field and uh, no doubt getting set to play the national anthem here in just a few moments. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with Nick's keys to the game tonight for a victory over Ashland. And we'll also have uniforms brought to you by a material girl as we're nearing kickoff. Week number eight already and a gorgeous night, about 75 degrees. And there are clouds around us, but not really any overhead here. And uh, the sun is setting off in the distance. Just a beautiful night for football And uh, we have been very blessed this year to not be interrupted by any bad weather. I don't even think, Nick, it's sprinkled at a game we've been at this year. I mean, there has there hasn't been any precipitation that I that I can remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe one, uh, but certainly no lightning this year. No delays. Uh, And that's something we've experienced just about every year the past few years. Uh, So uh, maybe this playoff expansion has been great in more ways than one. Uh, I think. Playing games earlier in the year is helping the weather situation, and and uh, it just it's nice to get started a little earlier in August too, in my opinion. But uh, it's it definitely helps in early October when you're already in week number eight with beautiful weather like this. So when we come back, we'll have all those things, and of course the kickoff coming up tonight between the Ashland Arrows, the visiting team, and your home Lexington Minutemen, right here on FearTheVillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl Clothing Boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. 
but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington on homecoming night. And senior night. Oddly, Nick was pointing out how weird of a combination that was, but here we are, 2021. And we're getting set for action between the Ashland Arrows and the Lexington Minutemen as we are awaiting the arrival of both teams. Lexington, it looks like they're huddled up down here off to our left, uh, possibly going to run out onto the field here in just a moment. And uh, still no sign of Ashland from their locker room. Still about three minutes left on the clock, though, as we're getting set for kickoff. And uh, let's take a look at tonight's uniforms, as always, brought to you by a material girl. In times like these, shopping online has become a necessity. Thankfully, there's a material girl. A material girl is a locally owned women's boutique where there's something for everyone. AMG specializes in hand-picked women's clothing at an affordable price. Check out fashionbyamg.com. That's fashionbyamg.com. 
uniforms tonight as the Lexington Minutemen take the field down off to our left. They're going to go with the purple jerseys with the gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim, uh, gold and white stripes on the shoulder pads. They're going to have the gold pants tonight with the purple stripe on either side, the block L on the left hip. And they'll have the purple helmets with the block Lexington L on the left side. And they will have the uh, player numbers on the right side. As we're just a few moments away from kickoff. About a minute and a half to go. And Nick Lexington trying to get back on track with a chance still to finish the season 500 in the regular season and uh, make the playoffs. What are the keys tonight to beat the Arrows? Well, I know in years past, the Arrows have typically been a very pass-heavy offense, but like we were talking a little bit in pregame, it doesn't seem to be that, that way this year. They, they like to run the ball a lot, which ironically enough plays right into Lex's fieldhouse. Despite the last couple of games, Lex has tightened up that secondary quite a bit, and they've looked really good, but... Uh, I mean, they're going to have to key on the run, shut the run down. I'm sure Ashland's still going to come out in that five wide, all the gimmicky stuff like they have in the past still, but they'll just be running it a little bit more. So, right. I mean, it's going to be a game of, of who has the ball the longest, I think. You just got to take long drives, get that Ashland defense tired. I mean, they, they have I mean they have a lot of experience. They have 17 seniors all back from last year I'm assuming so I mean they have an experienced team but they're they're kind of just missing that kind of it factor you know they 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 don't really have a lot of playmakers so Lex has got to come out play hard-nosed football like they've been doing all year they're going to pound the rock I mean I'm sure I, I'd like to see Corbin get involved in on the offensive side again some more like he did last week against West Holmes I really like yeah. that so just Take care of the ball. We got to limit turnovers, and we got to win the turnover battle. I mean, we we can't go negative in the turnover turnover margin again. So, just take care of the rock and force some turnovers on the other side. And uh, of course, tonight being senior night, Carson Berry's going to be hungry. He is uh, nearing that one thousand yard rushing mark on the season. He needs less than two hundred yards tonight. I don't have the exact count for you. And I believe it's somewhere near uh, about 190 yards is what he's going to need tonight. So the simple way to do it would be to tell you that if he hits 200, we know he's got 1,000 on the year. That is uh, for sure what I can tell you. He's also got Carson with 13 touchdowns on the year, 12 of them on the ground. He did have one kick return for a touchdown against Ontario week one. No receiving touchdowns from Carson this year, though. Hasn't caught the ball a lot. And, Nick, last week, of course, we saw A.J. Young out there in the slot quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, from what I've been told, we may see that some more tonight. As Lexington will receive tonight to start the ball game, they've got Jordan Byrice, Caden Eichler, and Carson Berry back deep and getting set to kick it off for the Arrows. Number 13, Isaac Roop. And he's got it lined up on the tee at the 40-yard line, down just off to our right. He'll kick it from north to south, and we are underway here at Lexington. Caden Eichler takes it from the 10. He's to the 15, cutting across the field 20, and he's to the 30, has a bunch of room, and he's across midfield, 45-40, down the far sideline, 30, and he's down at the 20. A great return to start the ball game for Caden Eichler. 
down to the 19-yard line. Yeah, he caught it all the way on the far right hash and just bent it all the way back across the field, had, had blockers out in front of him. That was obviously a designed kickoff return to the left side, and it worked out perfectly. Great field position for the Minutemen coming out. And Caden Eichler, another one of the seniors tonight, already putting his stamp on this game. And how about that? The Minutemen are going to start at the 18-yard line in the red zone on the first play of the game tonight. So here they come out. Scotty Roush, Caden Eichler, Baden Forup off to the right. Caden Eichler going to split off far to the left. Cole Pauly's going to be in the pistol from the 18-yard line. First and 10, Carson Berry behind him. Pauly takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the left side. Gets outside to the 15 and down to the 14. A gain of four on first down. Carson Berry. Good gain there on first down, Nick. As the Lexington student <laughs> section released a bunch of white smoke, almost as if we're at a, a professional soccer game right now. And it smells like baby powder. I think, that, I think it is just baby powder. <laughs> and now it's starting to impede our view of the field as Lexington will send two to the right, one to the left. Pauly in the pistol again with Carson Berry. Second and six, takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking right. Cole Pauly's going to throw, end zone, caught, touchdown. Caden Eichler in the corner of the end zone. Minute men off the bat, 14 yards and a touchdown. They lead it six to zero. Yeah, they ran that little naked bootleg. Uh, Cole rolled out to his right side. It wasn't initially open, and Eichler just found some empty space, and Cole gunned it in there. So, the student section brings out the baby powder and the Lex offense brings out a touchdown to start the game with one minute off the clock. A.J. Young will get set to uh, attempt the extra point. Golpali's going to hold. It's a great hold, a great snap. Kick is up. And it is good for A.J. Young. Minute men lead it 7-0. One minute into the game, we'll keep it right here. And, Nick, how about that start? Uh, you couldn't ask for a better start. I mean, Caden Eichler only had one guy to, to beat on the opening kickoff, took it 72 yards all the way down to the 19, and then it only took two plays to punch it in from 14 yards out. Now, Nick, knowing that Carson Berry's on this roster for the Minutemen and it's senior night, how much – does that play into Ashland's defensive scheme? Because you've got to assume on senior night, whether the coaches want to or not, naturally Carson's going to get more touches of the football tonight. Right. So then you bring out that little bootleg, a, a play action right off the bat there. I mean, you got to think Ashland was, is thinking Carson's going to get all these carries early yeah. on, and uh, maybe that's what opened up the pass there. What do you think? And then you got to think also, I mean, Lex has had – they have three receivers that are seniors as well. True. So, I mean – And one – And, and Cole's, the, Cole's a senior. So, I mean – Absolutely. They're, they're going to be able to spread the wealth tonight, especially with it being senior night. It's just going to kind of be the flow of the offense, I think. I'd say Caden Eichler's having a pretty good senior night already yeah. with a huge kick return, and then he caught the 14-yard touchdown as A.J. Young has it up on the tee, and he boots it from left to right. A great kick. This is going to go all the way back to the three and catching it backing up out to the 10 to the 15 to the 20 
And I think stepping out at actually the 19 was Trey Boyd. And Trey Boyd had to run backwards and catch. I thought that was going to go over his head. Was that was close. a great kick by A.J. And good defensive starting field position here for the Minutemen as they'll have Ashland inside their own 20. And actually, they might put it down at the 20, but I thought the returner stepped out there at the 19. They'll mark it just shy of the 20. So first and 10, Ashland. They'll come out with Landon McFrederick, the starting quarterback for the Arrows. He'll have two wide to the left, three wide to the right. He's in the shotgun by himself. Sends a man in motion, takes the snap. They'll give, and it's a little end around, and the Minutemen are back there. They're going to bottle it up. And out of the first tackle, though, and getting back to the line of scrimmage was Caden Spots. And the Minutemen, though, were in there. They hold him to no gain, but could have had him two or three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, for sure. Cohen Moore was out there on the far far edge. He set the edge pretty well, just kind of over-pursued. McFrederick has them back out there, set up. Three to the left, two to the right. Sends a man in motion again. And now they'll look over for possibly a different play. He gets the play. McFrederick takes the snap. He's going to look left, throw right, got his man out on the far sideline and near a first down. But maybe a yard short is... That is complete to number two, Trey Boyd. Brought down by... That was Jonathan Metzger. I was looking over there at spots again, Nick. They were both over there, and that was Metzger on the catch. Third and one. McFrederick takes the shotgun snap quickly here, and he's going to get the first down running left. He's to the 35, gets outside 40, 45, 50, down the near sideline. He's got some speed, gets out of bounds at the 40 as a couple of minute men had the angle on him there. But, man, McFrederick took off there. Yeah, he sure did. It was kind of deceptive, too. He got off the line of scrimmage and then just kind of got shot out of a cannon. So just like that, Ashland gets back on the left side of the field. That's a gain of 30 on third and one. McFrederick with three right, two left. He's in the shotgun all by himself at the 41-yard line. Send spots in motion. They'll give it to him. Now he's going to cut it up the middle, and the Minutemen are there. They'll get him again for no gain. Maybe a gain of a half a yard if we're going to be exact about it. But looks like uh, second and 10 coming up. So the Minutemen here trying to get the ball back to the offense as it's second and 10 Ashland at the Lex 40. McFrederick takes the snap, slings it out to spots, and it's way over his head, and he was open with room to run. Yeah, I mean, he had three blockers out in front. They, they went quads far right, and yeah. Man, that was McFrederick a nice. just missed him. Wide receiver screen over there, and he had at least a first down, maybe more. Yeah. But that throw by McFrederick, and that was what we were talking about in the pregame show, Nick, is how accurate is McFrederick? I mean, uh, Ashland has had to run a lot more than I'm sure they would like to this year, but some of that has to do with the accuracy of, of their quarterback. As McFrederick now third and nine. And the shotgun takes the snap. He's going to have to roll right, and he's still rolling right, and he's going to try to cut back, and he's going to be brought down. A great open field tackle out there on the edge by Jordan Byrice. This Briar Miller. Briar Miller was also over there. Briar, I think, was the one that made the initial contact, and now he's down. So we'll take a quick timeout. 
And uh, we'll get you an update on that as Miller's still laying down over at the 40, but the Minutemen, looks like they may get the football back here. We'll see when we come back on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. 7-0 back here at Lexington where Briar Miller is up and walking off the field, thankfully. And the Minuteman defense holds strong thanks to Briar Miller and a great open field tackle on the quarterback there, McFrederick. And it's going to be fourth and nine. And Ashland is going to punt. And who else would be punting for them, Nick, but the quarterback. Landon McFrederick standing back at his own 45. And back to return for the Minutemen. They only have one guy back. And it's going to be Cade Eichler standing at his own 10. But with the quarterback as the punter, you've always got to respect the potential for a fake as he takes the snap. And he'll get away a high, oh, booming, wow. spiraling punt. Kate Eichler's going to run Oof. up and make the catch. And he's going to make it at about the 13. That made me nervous there for a second. Man, that was a high <laughs> yeah, punt. it was. Great punt by McFrederick, but uh, a great catch by Kate Eichler. And had that took, taken a bounce, that might have bounced Ashland's way, and it's a good thing he got out there and caught it. So, the Minutemen offense, red hot. They have one drive, 18 yards, and a touchdown under their belt tonight. We'll see if they can continue that. They're at their own 13-yard line. First and 10, Cole Pauly in the pistol, one wide to each side. He takes the snap, he gives. Carson Berry off the left side to the 10, and out to the 15, and... Not even sure he got to the 15. He might have landed at the 14 there and slipped down and was hit as he was kind of slipping out from underneath himself, and he got a yard. And I've seen a couple players already slipping and sliding already. This dew on the field yep. is already there. And we've seen this the last couple of weeks because it's it's been so hot during the day and then it gets so you know chilly in the evening as soon as the sun goes down. And the last few weeks it's created moisture, especially on these grass fields. Second and nine, Minutemen send out five wide this time. They'll have two to the left, three to the right. Cole Pauly in the shotgun by himself. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking out here in the flat, and it's over his receiver's head. Is immediately in there for the arrows. Was Brady Welch, and he was right in the face of Cole. And it really forced him to have to get that throw out of there and uh, – he may have just kind of thrown that away more than yeah. anything. And it looked like Ashland was ready for that as well. It looked like that was going to be bottled up for no gain either way. Which is really weird. They can't have much film on the five wide sets. We've for only Lexington. done it one game. I mean, and they're going to do it again here. Third and nine. They'll send two to the left, three to the right. Cole Pauly in the shotgun from the 14. Takes the snap. It's a QB draw right up the middle, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. A designed QB draw there for Cole. Cole Pauly keeps the ball for the Minutemen. 
And nothing going. So they're going to go three and out. And with 7.20 to go in the first quarter, Lexington does have a 7-0 lead, but they have to punt the ball away. And A.J. Young will stand back at his own two-yard line and await the snap. Minutemen send a man on late here, but they've got plenty of time. Jonathan Metzger back to receive for the Arrows. And for some reason, he's backing up even more. So, see what A.J. can do here. A great snap and a high spiraling punt going towards the far sideline. Catching it on the run is Metzger, and he goes out of bounds at the 42. But we've got a flag all the way back over here. Well, that was the, the marker. Nick, I'm never going to get used to that. <laughs> I know. So, in case you uh, at home are uh, wondering what I was just talking about, this year the referees... They used to have that little blue bean bag that would mark the spot of the ball. This year it's orange. And they're like little like. And it almost looks like the, the penalty flag. Yeah, they're very identical. Because it's a neon orange, which almost looks yellow at times. And it's long like the flag would be. It's not a little bean bag anymore. Ashland has it first and 10 at the 44. And off the shotgun snap, a little pitch, and Spots is going to be bottled up and taken down at the line of scrimmage. Trying to get a little fancy there as McFrederick took that snap and just kind of pitched it forward. And he pitched it forward to Caden Spots, and they'll give him one yard to the Lex 43-yard line. So it's becoming a field position battle here early on. McFrederick, second and ten. And the shotgun, he's got three left, one right, takes the snap. He's going to look, he's looking left, now looking right, now he's going to roll right, and he's going to have to throw into the sideline. He had to throw it away because Baton Forup was in there. As well as Luke Wellen. Yeah, great pressure from the Minutemen, great coverage in the secondary as well. That was almost a coverage sack, so great job from the Lex defense on second and long. Now you're setting up third and long. Got to get off the field here. Third and nine for the Arrows. They'll send a man in motion with five wide in the shotgun. McFrederick now looks over to the sideline. Now they're going to send a couple of guys motioning and rearranging themselves. Two to the right, two to the left now. Spots on his left hip. McFrederick sends a man in motion again. Takes the snap. He'll fake the give. He's looking down the middle of the field. It's caught. And a touchdown saving tackle by A.J. Young at the 20-yard line. And on the catch, it was Metzger. Yeah, third and nine. They run a little post route, one-on-one -on -one coverage. A.J. was right there, saved a touchdown. And I, you can't say it was horrible coverage no. by A.J. He was just behind the receiver right. there, and he did make a good open field tackle to save that touchdown. Quickly to the line. This time, McFrederick's going to take it right up the middle, and he's going to get five yards on first down. Second and five coming up from the 15. Ashland has to get to the 10-yard line. For a first down, and uh, this is Nick, where over the years we've seen that Lexington defense kind of play a bend-but-don't-break philosophy, and they need it now. McFrederick in the shotgun, two left, two right. He's got spots on his right hip this time, second and five from the 15. He sends a man in motion. From right to left, takes the snap, fakes the give, throws corner of the end zone, and... What a catch by Jonathan Metzger. Great coverage by A.J. Young, but 
Seemed like he almost mistimed it there, yeah. and Metzger kind of went up over him and caught it. Yeah, because A.J. turned with plenty of time to make a play on the ball, but I think he just timed it, like you said, just a little off. And great concentration from Metzger because A.J. was right in front. Well, and it looked like A.J. kind of, as he turned around, he was kind of stumbling backwards and couldn't really get a good jump to make a play on the ball. And a great catch. And the extra point is a low one, but it's up and splits the uprights. And it's good by Isaac Roop. And just like that, we have a tie ball game here at Lex, 7-7, with 5.13 to go in the first quarter on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSPN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Well, we've got an exciting one so far here in the first quarter at Lexington, a 7-7 tie with 5.13 to go. Lexington, of course, got on the board one minute into the ball game after a long opening kickoff return set up a short field, and the Minutemen took it in after two plays. Ashland here on their second possession marched right down the field and just went in with a, uh, was it a 14-yard touchdown pass from McFrederick to Jonathan Metzger. And both extra points for each team were good. And that's where we stand at 7-7. Isaac Roop has it up on the uh, tee. And he'll kick it right to left. Ashland brought a pretty good student section, and they're uh, getting a little rowdy over there. As a squib kick is going to go off a Lexington up man, and Ashland may have recovered this. As Roop just beamed it off one of the Lex up man, and they were not expecting that. And we have a Lexington minute man down. And Cam Crago getting up slowly. It looks like he will get up under his own power and limp off to the sideline here, but Lexington not expecting that one. And Ashland going to have the ball in Lex territory. Yeah, you're right. He just ripped it right off that man, front man. That was almost like a line oh. drive to the third baseman right there, right off the back. I don't know. if it, Was that off of Crago? No, it was off, I believe. Maybe been, might have been Wellen up there. I couldn't see. Either way, Nick will get that for yeah, you. Yeah, I think it was Aiden Nickel up there. McFrederick takes the shotgun snap, and we're going to have a flea flicker here as he's got it back. He's rolling right, throwing down the field, and it is oh. incomplete. A little flea flicker there is. McFrederick handed it off to Ashton Maffitt, who then uh, flipped it back to McFrederick. But he had to get out of there in a hurry. Yeah, Minutemen were in there, and rolling to his right, he threw an incomplete pass. Second and 10 coming up. Ashland has it at the Lex 42. McFrederick sends only one to the left this time. Four to the right, he's in the shotgun. Second and 10. 
He takes the snap. He's going to run, and he slips. He slips back at the 45. He's going to lose two yards. As as soon as he took the snap and tried to take off, he just slipped, slipped and fell. Well, it took a couple minutes, a couple seconds there for the refs to even call the play dead. He about took a shot. Huge play there for the Minuteman defense. Yeah, third and long here. Third and 12. Just what they needed. Yeah, it'd be great to get off the field here. McFrederick has one on his right hip this time. It spots. He's got three to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to roll right. He's looking down the middle of the field, and Caden Eichler goes up and picks it off. Down at the 14-yard line. A great play, and the Minutemen get the ball back. Man, he went up top for that one. He was going up snagging a rebound. Was the only one up there high enough to get it. So Caden now has a receiving touchdown on the night. And an interception on defense. Four twenty to go, first quarter, tied at seven. Minute men get the ball back. They bring the offense out. They've got one to the right, one to the left, one tight end. Cole Polly in the pistol. And we're going to have a false start here on somebody because half of the Minutemen went and half of them didn't. So take your pick. That's yeah, huge from the defense, though. Great job getting off the field, especially causing the turnover. Like I said in the pregame, causing turnovers is going to be the big factor here tonight. So first one to the Minutemen. Yep. So... Speaking of turnovers, when you start talking about turnovers, oftentimes you start talking about penalties as well. And the Minutemen with their first of the night. It'll set up first and 15 to start this drive from their own nine-yard line. Cole Pauly sends him out. Crago off to the left. Carter Newman off to the right. And the pistol. He takes the snap. He gives off the right side. Carson Berry through a hole. And he's out. Actually, that was Jordan Byrice to the 15. And he'll pick up. Six yards, so Jordan Byrice with his first carry of the night. It didn't look like there was anything going off that right side, and then Byrice just kind of snuck through the hole. Um, to get for a game. second there, I thought he was gone. Yeah. One of the great things about the opposing team bringing a student section is they start to develop a rivalry throughout the night, as you might hear that already here in the first quarter from the Lexington sideline. Second and nine. They'll be in the pistol this time. Cole Pauly takes the snap. Byrice again off the left side. He's got a major hole off the left side. He's going to get the first down. Still fighting. And he gets over the 25 yard line out to the 26. A gain of well, 11 there, Nick. Am I right on that? Yep. And that's just what the difference is with Byrice. Carson, Carson is great downhill speed, but Byrice has just got that quickness right out the gate. He, he hits his gear right away and it shows because he's able to hit the hole so quickly and then you got Carson who's just kind of the bruiser but he's got speed as well Scotty Roush will come off the sideline and into the game with Mason Thomas Corbin Green's going to have to come off here and they're going to have to take a timeout or they would have had a penalty there for an illegal substitution because they had already been in the huddle and broke the huddle so Minutemen take a timeout 
302 to go, first quarter. We'll take a quick one uh, with them as well. Tied at 7 here at Lexington on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. After the timeout, Lexington will have the football first and 10, and they'll have it at their own 27-yard line, actually make that the uh, 28-yard line. And there's still 3.02 to go in the first quarter. It seems like it's been a very eventful first quarter. We still have three minutes left. Minutemen come out of the timeout with one left, two to the right. Pauly in the pistol. He will fake a give and roll to the left. He's got his man. It's Caden Eichler on the left sideline for a first down. Actually, they're going to say he went out just a yard short, gain of nine. Great play rolling to his left by Cole Pauly there, and Caden Eichler with another reception. Yep, great footwork over there. Had the toe tap in there right in bounds. Brings up second one minute now. From the 37-yard line. Well, they need one yard, Nick. You can probably guess where this is going. They're going to be in the pistol, one to each side. One tight end on the left side, it's Baden Forup. Cole Pauly takes the snap. He will give off the right side. And Jordan Byrice slipped and fell just as he was about to cross the first down marker. But I think they still gave it to him anyways. Oh, they're going to say he's short by like I think he got it. Oh, yeah, they are going to say maybe an inch here. Third and, I mean, it is... They may measure here. They they might measure this. And the head referee came up. He's going to say first down. First down, Minuteman. They didn't measure. He just kind of eyeballed it and said first down. That's close enough. Yeah, move them. Come on, chain gang. And Eric Lazier going to have to... Well, he just he's just the he's down, just marker, down marker guy. guy. So he was already in the right spot. Yep. First and ten. Minutemen with another first down. Out to the 39-yard line. And the pistol. Two wide to the left. They'll send Carter Newman in motion. They'll take the snap. Give Corbin Green up the middle. He's going to fight for about three. Maybe four. And it'll set up second and six. A good game there. Corbin Green's first touch of the night. That's where I thought they were going to go on second and short. Because Corbin was in there, but they went to buy rice instead. So second and six. Still, though, you're staying ahead of the chains here, running this clock a little bit. Two minutes to go in the first quarter. Yeah, gave him a game of four on that. So good first down run. You'll take that. Minutemen come out. Eichler off to the left. Carter Newman off to the right. In the pistol. Cole Pauly second and six. Takes the snap. Give. This time it is Carson Berry off the right side. We're going to have a flag down. He gets a yard. And we're probably going to have, yep, it is a hold right in the middle of the field. And the minute men, or the minute man that they're calling it on, Aiden Nickel, begs to differ. 
he uh, clearly did not think he did anything wrong there. So it's going to be a spot foul. And the Minutemen are going to have to back up now to the 33. It'll be second and 15. Baden Forup will bring the play in as Hudson Moore runs off. Ladies and gentlemen, get out those 50-50 tickets at the next break. We'll announce tonight's winning ticket number. And here come the Minutemen. Carter Newman, Cade Eichler off to the right. Cole Pauley in the pistol. One tight end. Second and 15. He takes the snap. Play action. Down the middle of the field, and he flings it. And he flings it way over everyone's head, right down the middle of the field. And he overshot Cade Eichler by about 10 yards. But there were three arrows in the area, so... Yeah. Maybe just trying not to take too much of a risk there. Yep, exactly. And I'd rather, I'd rather him overthrow it by ten yards than underthrow it or be right there. But Caden was fighting to get position. He he was almost free. There's was, there's was a lot of congestion over there in the middle of the field, but he was a few steps away from getting some separation for sure. So for the first time tonight, Lexington will have their first third and long, third and fifteen from their own thirty-three. Pauly with two to each side in the shotgun this time. Takes the snap. He's being rushed right away. Gets it out of there. It's a screenplay. Carson Berry across the 40, trying to get the sideline, and he gets pushed out of bounds at the 45, and he'll be a couple of yards short, maybe three. Three yards shy, fourth and three coming up. Minutemen will punt and try to flip the field here. Well, typically, I mean, I don't I haven't, I can't remember the last time we saw a screen out of the backfield from the Minutemen, so good switch up there. It's a good gain. Still picked up 12, but like you said, not not enough for the first. So here comes A.J. Young to try and flip the field. And back to return, Metzger, who's already found the end zone once tonight. We'll see if A.J. can boom one here. Minutemen will send a man in motion here. It's Corbin Green, and the snap is bobbled. A.J.'s going to have to run out of there and kind of rugby kick it. And a fair catch is made at the 20 by Metzger. Pretty good punt considering the circumstances there as A.J. kind of bobbled the snap. But a decent punt. And, uh, Nick, what will that? That'll be a 35-yard punt, correct? Yes, sir. So not a bad one for A.J. And the arrows will start this drive right on the 20-yard line. 7-7. Seven to seven. It's dead even here at Lex. 0-6. That's one seven nine six zero six. As both teams kind of came out hot, and both teams have cooled off since. Ashland on their last drive threw an interception to Caden Eichler. See if the Minutemen can get another turnover here. McFrederick has two wide to each side in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He gives, and up the middle, going nowhere is Spots, and he is going to be tackled by Hudson Moore. But several Minutemen were in there ready. Hudson Moore just happened to be the one to grab him first and rip him down. I'll give him one, second and nine coming up from the 21-yard line. Ashland will come out in the shotgun again. McFrederick with two wide to each side sends a man in motion. He's got spots on his right hip. He takes the snap. He's looking right. Now he's looking down the right sideline. And Cade Dykler again is out there to make an interception at the 45-yard line. And I don't know where McFrederick was throwing the ball. Cade Dykler was there the whole time. He had inside leverage. I mean, there was no way the receiver was going to be able to make a play on that ball. And like you said, Cade Dykler again. The second one of the night. He's doing it all so tonight so far. Caden's had three catches tonight. Two of them have been on defense. 
Got two interceptions and one touchdown. Talk about a senior night. Been a heck of a good one so far for Caden Eichler. And we're still in the first quarter. And he's on pace for eight, <laughs> eight interceptions and four <laughs> touchdowns tonight. Uh. 18 seconds left in the first quarter. Minutemen come out at their own 47. Cole Pauly in the pistol with two wide to the left. He'll send Carter Newman in motion and give up the middle. No, actually, he's going to option it out to the left side. Carson Berry oh, trying to get man. down that far sideline. He's pushed out of bounds, but not before he got eight yards. And that was a great play to sign. I thought Corbin had the ball up the middle. I thought he was still running. I'm not sure in his three years as a starter that uh, Cole Pauly's ever kept an option like that and yeah. pitched it out. He faked a give, rolled to the left, and pitched it out to the left. So he literally <laughs> completed every option of the option on one play. Second and two. Minutemen at the Ashland 45 in the pistol again. They'll give this time off the right side. Carson Berry breaking tackles, and he'll get the first down. He'll get three, and that'll be the end of the first quarter, where it's getting a little chillier here as we go into the night. And are they really going to mark him shy of the first down? Oh, my. Referee's going to take a... I mean, I don't know. An official it, timeout. It looks close How enough in the to world me. did they not give him three yards there? They only gave him one and a half, it looks like. Well, one referee said it was a first down. The other one asked for a measurement. I wanted to end the first quarter, Nick, but yeah. we're going to have to stick around here and... I thought he was well past the marker in live action, and yeah, they're going to. Yeah, he definitely got it. <laughs> and now, I guess if they wanted to line up here, they've got time to run Minute one more play this quarter. We'll see what they do. They may try to get another playoff here, real yeah, quick. Well. Five seconds left, but the clock won't start until the referee signals. And the Minutemen still don't have the play in yet, so I'm assuming they're going to go to the end of the quarter here. What a quarter, though, for the seniors so far, especially Caden Eichler. Two interceptions and a touchdown to start this ball game, and that is the end of the first quarter. Minutemen driving here. See if they can get on the board in the second quarter quickly and take the lead back. It's 7-7 to here at Lexington on Senior Night on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Just about set for second quarter action here at Lexington High School where the Minutemen find themselves in a battle, as it always is with the Ashland Arrows. But the Minutemen are at the Ashland 43, and they're driving. First and 10. They've got two split off to the right. Polly in the pistol. 
Corbin Green, Carson Berry in there with him. He'll send Carter Newman in motion. They'll give Corbin Green up the middle, 40. He's to the 35 and runs over a defender and gets the first down. A gain of 11 for Corbin Green up the middle. That's tough running from Corbin. Uh, I mean, and they're really going to measure again here. They're stopping the clock. That's not even close. <laughs> The ball is at the 43. The first down marker is at the 44. I mean, what are we looking at here? That's clearly a first down. Excuse me, the 33. The ball, the the ball's at the 33. The marker's at the 34. They did call it a first down. So that was a great tackle from the safety too, because when you see Corbin bearing down on you, you don't really want to get in the way. Two off to the right. Pauly in the pistol again with Corbin and Carson. Sends Carter Newman in motion. They'll give Carson Berry off the right side. 30. Trying to get the outside. He does. He's in the 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Carson Berry makes it number 14 on the year. 33 yards off the right side. Minutemen get the lead back. That was great blocking off that right side. Carson didn't have to make anybody miss. He just got the edge and was gone. Great response there from the interception. You get the turnover, you run a couple plays, and you get six points. Great way to start the second quarter as they start it similar to the way they started the first quarter. A.J. Young on to attempt the extra point. Cole Pauley will hold. It's a good snap, good hold, great kick, and A.J. booms it through. And they scored one minute into the first quarter. They've now scored... 47, or excuse me, 43 seconds into the second quarter. So the start of the quarter seems to be the theme of the night for the Minutemen. They lead it now again, 14 to seven on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Well, so far tonight, the Lex offense has been electric. And really, the defense has too, with two interceptions already tonight, both by Caden Eichler, and they lead it 14-7. And if you want a recipe for a win against an OCC rival on homecoming night and senior night, it takes touchdowns and interceptions to do it. And so far, that's what the Minutemen have done tonight. As A.J. Young has the ball up on the tee at the 40-yard line, he'll kick it from right to left as we see it. And it's a decent kick over there to about the 8-yard line. The arrows will bring it out to the 12, or excuse me, to the 20, and down at the 23 over on the far sideline. And that was uh, Trey Boyd, his second return of the night. And Ashland will bring out the offense officially at the 23-yard line. And, Nick, I think here if the if the Minutemen can get another turnover. Or even just a stop in general. This game could take a, a serious turn for Lexington. 
Ashland will come out with five wide, two to the left, two to the right. From the 23-yard line, McFrederick sends a man in motion. He will give it. It's spots up the middle, and he's going to be wrapped up. This may be his longest run of the night as one of the referees gets tangled up here in a block, and <laughs> he gets tackled. And a gain of about five, it looks like, for the Arrows on first down. Second and five coming up, and they're hurrying up. They've got two to the left, two to the right, McFrederick in the shotgun. He takes the snap this time. It's a quarterback keeper up the middle, and he's going to get the first down, but we've got a flag. And it's right in the spot of a holding penalty, and it is going to be It is going to be holding on Ashland, which is huge because now you're going to have to push them back into their own end here and get behind the sticks on second down. And this is big, potentially, for the Lex defense. So officially, that's going to set up second and... And we'll call it second and 14. McFrederick in the shotgun sends the running back out to the slot, and he's going to take the snap. He's going to throw left, and Metzger has it. He's going to be tackled in the open field by Jordan Byrice. A gain of four, but on second and 14, you can give up four. Yep. It's going to be third and 10 coming up. Great tackle by Jordan Byrice over there on Metzger, who we've seen tonight so far. He can be dangerous, and uh, that was a little... Wide receiver screen over there to the left side. But a great uh, great job of staying at home by the Lex defense, third and ten. They'll send a man in motion again. They're already up to the line. Ashland likes to get up there quickly. Yep, they sure do. And Mc they always just set the play and check it out. McFrederick in the shotgun by himself. Two wide to the left, three to the right, takes the snap. He's being pressured immediately by Lex defense, and he's rolling left, and he's going to have to throw. It's tipped, and it's caught. By the arrows, that was a tipped pass by the Lex defense, and Metzger just happened to be right there on the sideline, and he reeled it in. Wow. And that ball had enough zip on it, too, to get out there. What a tough break because it looked like Lex was about to get a sack on the far sideline. I'm surprised, honestly, McFrederick tried to throw that. Are they, are they saying Metzger? Are they saying he was? They say. I'm not sure what happened. I, I think they're. The coaches on the sideline might be heated up about maybe a possible late hit or something like that, but I don't know what else the call would be. Well, unless he ran out of bounds and came have. back in, that is likely. He caught that right on the sideline over there. And now all of the referees within a 15-mile radius are conferring in the middle of the field. And we'll see what happens here. And first down. Now they're just going to say nothing happened. Nothing hmm. to see here. Nothing happened. So I was oh, right, yeah. Nick. He, he did regained. go out of bounds, but he was pushed out of bounds, yeah. which, of course, is legal. You can't just run out of bounds, but if you're pushed out of bounds, you can come back in and make the catch, which is exactly what Metzger did. First and 10, Ashland on a broken play that just happened to work out for him. They're at their own 37-yard line. McFrederick in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one left, takes the snap. He looks left, or excuse me, looks right. Now he's going to have to run left. And an open field tackle by Hudson Moore, and he's going to lose a yard. McFrederick yeah, McFrederick had nowhere to go. He went through all of his reads, and then Hudson Moore gobbled him up in the backfield. Great tackle by Hudson, and the Minutemen, anytime they've had a one-on-one -on -one opportunity to make a tackle, they have tonight. Yep. 
9.05 to go. Second quarter, Lexington leads it 14-7. McFrederick in the shotgun, spots on his right hip, two to the left, two to the right. He sends a man in motion. He'll take the snap. He's back to pass, looking down the far sideline. And Metzger caught the ball. It hit off of A.J. Young's arm and landed in Metzger's arm. Yeah, I mean. It just stuck right in his arm. And there's going to be a pass interference on A.J. That's not going to matter anyways. Man, Metzger just has such concentration yeah. because A.J. tipped that. And Metzger yeah. just reeled it in with one arm. Unbelievable. Tough break. Unbelievable. So the penalty will not count, obviously, is a major gain there by Ashland. First and 10 at the Lex 34. McFrederick by himself in the shotgun again. Send spots in motion. They will fake the give to him. They're going to roll left. McFrederick being chased by Hudson Moore. He's going to get the sideline, and he's going to be run out of bounds down at about the 26. Every time I see Corbin Green just flying up from that safety spot, I'm just glad he has the restraint to lay off because he comes he, flying yeah. in. He could have absolutely oh. wrecked McFrederick's life right there, yes. but he pulled up and did not, thankfully, for everyone involved, including us up here. We don't want to see that penalty. Second and one coming up, though, a gain of nine. McFrederick and the shotgun. No doubt here we're going to look at a quarterback keeper. He's got three to the right, two to the left. Takes the snap, and he'll go right up the middle for a first down. And he'll get to about the Lex 17. And Nick, when I'm right, I'm right. Yeah. Second and one, that's going to be a QB keeper all night. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So first and 10. Ashland now in the red zone. Lex, though, still has the lead, 14 to 7. McFrederick in the shotgun this time. He's got one back on each hip. He's got two receivers right, one to the left. Takes the snap. He'll fake the give. He's going to roll right, and he throws, and it's caught by Spots, and a great open field tackle. Jordan Byrice was there. And Baden four up there as well. Ashland will pick up a few, but all things considered, that could have been a lot worse. They'll gain four and a half. Officially, we'll call it five. Second and five coming up. McFrederick looking over for a play call here. He's in the shotgun again. Three to the left, two to the right. Second and five from the 13. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking right. Now looking left. Now looking right. Now rolling left. Now throwing in zone. And... I think it hit the it's ground. It's incomplete. Yep. He had a man wide open, but the ball was short. Hit the ground incomplete. Yeah, I, I saw that coming from a mile away. Ashton Maffitt, he was just in the back of the end zone. Well, just kind of He thought he around. caught it, too. He's arguing with the referee. Now, of course, from here, it's very hard to see yeah. down there. But you could, I mean, that was a bang-bang play for sure. Yeah. Thankfully for Lex, they called it incomplete because he was wide open. Yeah, they lost him in coverage along that back line. Still, whether he caught it or not, uh, McFrederick put that thing well short of where he should have. Now, he was rolling left, but he just missed him. Third and five, big play here. McFrederick takes the shotgun snap. He's looking left, now rolling right. He's going to have to throw end zone, and this time Maffitt has it. Same exact play. They just ran it the other way, and Maffitt was open. 
Looks like Cohen Moore and A.J. Young both arguing with one of the referees here for maybe a – maybe they ran a, like a pick route, pick route there. Yeah. A.J. Young visibly kind of upset and here. And there were a lot of crossing routes on that play, and Maffitt came wide open. So with the extra point here pending, Ashland has a chance to tie it up. It's Isaac Roop. He'll kick it. Snap is back. It's a good one. Ball is up, and again, he just barely squeaks it over the upright there. He doesn't get much height on his kicks. He punches them through. But he does make it, and Ashland able to come right back and tie it up. 14-14, 7.09 to go. Second quarter on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Ashland, and more specifically Isaac Roop, getting set to uh, kick the ball away. After another arrow touchdown, it's 14-14 here at Lexington High School on senior night and homecoming night. And a pretty good crowd tonight on a beautiful night here in uh, the second Friday of October. Love to see that as Lexington back to receive this kick. Jordan by Rice Carsonberry and Caden Eichler back there. And we've already seen Caden Eichler return one. For about 70 yards tonight as Roop runs up and he squibs it and it's going to be short and it's going to be muffed and the Minutemen are going to have to get on it and it's still uh, rolling around. It looks like Carson Berry got on it oh, back at the 19-yard line. Man, it's like a hot potato down there. Thankfully, though, Carson Berry was there. <laughs> And they'll mark it at the 18 officially. Oh. Sheesh. Yeah, there's a couple minute men got their hands on it, and the ball just kind of popped out again. It was rolling around. Well, ball, and Nick, people sliding everywhere. It is much warmer up here in the press box. I'm starting to feel the air out here. It's getting a little. I mean, it's per, it's perfect football weather, but it is. You know, it's getting more and more chilly as the night goes on, which is causing that moisture down there on the field. And uh, especially a squib kick even on a dry, warm day is, is hard enough to catch. So, Ashland, it looks like after the opening kickoff, that was a disaster for their kick team. Looks like they're going to squib the rest of the night here. As Cole Pauly takes the pistol snap, and on first down, they'll give Carson Berry up the middle. He's going to get a few, and maybe three or four, actually, here as he kind of fell forward. So, yeah, it'll be a gain of four, second and six coming up. And the Minutemen will have the ball at their own 22-yard line. Cole Pauly will send Crago and Carter Newman off to the left. They've got one tight end on the right side. Cole Pauly in the pistol. 
Second and six, takes the snap. He will fake the give. He's going to roll left, and he's got Corbin Green to the 25-30. He's to the 35-40, down the near sideline, and he runs over a defender, gets across midfield, but we've got a flag back at the 35. Man, Corbin. It's almost like he doesn't really care how far he gets as long as he gets to run someone over in the process. He's a freight train, man. That's his main goal. Forget yardage, it's how many bodies can I take with me. And it is going to be a penalty on the Minutemen. And what was it, Nick? Was it a hold or a block in the back? It was a holding. Nick, who has a microphone, oh, I know. motions to me what the call was. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Second and four Minutemen. So... They still get positive yardage there, but of course you'd rather have the ball over the 50, but they still do get three yards there. Yeah. Or second, two, I guess. Yeah, say second and manageable. Second and three. Minutemen have it at their own 25. Polly takes the snap. He'll give up the middle and right through a hole is Corbin Green. He's coming near side. He's to the 30, 25, 20, and he's gone. 10-5 touchdown. Corbin Green. 75 yards, and the Minutemen immediately take the lead back. Well, he didn't get to run anybody over that time, but wide <laughs> open hole just took off. I mean, there wasn't anybody even over the top from Ashland, and Corbin did the rest with his legs. Unbelievable. Another great response from this Lux offense. I mean, they've been and on top of it. They're doing it with everybody tonight. Yeah. Eichler's had a receiving touchdown. Carson's had a rushing touchdown. Corbin has a rushing touchdown now. A.J. Young, two for two on extra points tonight. They drop the snap, and it's blocked, and they won't get that one away. Of course, I jinxed him. And that one point with the way this game's going, that, that could be very important yeah. later on. <laughs> so, Nick... And an odd twist of events, the shortest of the three touchdowns tonight for the Minutemen was the passing touchdown. Yep. The two rushing touchdowns were 33 yards and 75 yards. <laughs> Minutemen, though, uh, on a uh, – not sure it was a bad snap. I think Cole might have just kind of fumbled it there and couldn't get it down in time. A.J. still tried to kick it, but – at that point, he couldn't get any air under it. Ashland was in there to block it. So, 5.45 to go second quarter. Lexington with a 20-14 lead. And they're looking to add to their, obviously their overall win total, but they want to get another win here in the OCC and try to rise up the standings in the conference as they only have tonight and next week to do so. Got to try to get back to that 500 mark in the OCC by the end of the year, ideally, if you're the Minutemen. A.J. Young runs up and boots it. Pretty good kick. This is going to be caught at the 9, taken out to the 20, down the far sideline, 25-30, and we got a flag back here at the 40, but I thought we might have seen a face mask over there. Something, yeah. I thought maybe Hudson Moore got a hand on the face mask of. Uh, I think it was Trey Boyd again. Yeah, it was Boyd. 
But we've got a penalty back here at the 40, well away from where I thought the flag was going to come in. And it was a face mask. They just they just threw it from really far away, and it didn't quite get to where the penalty happened. So it will be on Lexington, which will improve Ashland's uh, field position here even more. Well, it's only the five-yarder, so that's good at least, not the 15. So the ball will be put down at the 37. That's where Ashland will start this drive at their own 37. Lexington, though, with the lead. It is 20 to 14. 5.38 to go in the second quarter. McFrederick will send four to the right. He's got one to the left. And the shotgun by himself. He takes the snap. He's going to fake a pitch. He's going to run right, and the Minutemen have him bottled up, and he's going nowhere. Gain of maybe one. Great pursuit there by the Minutemen, and uh, good job of not getting fooled by that fake pitch. Second and nine coming up for the Arrows, and they're at their own 38-yard line now. And the arrows come out. They'll send one off to the left. It's Metzger. Single coverage over there with A.J. Young. They'll only have one wide receiver to the right this time. Two tight ends in. They'll send a man in motion. McFrederick takes the shotgun snap. He rolls right. He's going to be flushed, and he throws it back to the left. He's got a man at spots down the far sideline, 40, and he's going to get out of the first tackle, and A.J. Young gets him down at the 25-yard line. Big play there on the misdirection. Yeah, great play design. They had the whole offense flowing to the right side, and like you said, Spot just kind of flipped out, of, flared out, and ran a little backside wheel route, and it was an easy pitch and catch. So the arrows down to the Lex 25-yard line, 440 to go, second quarter. Lexington with a 20-14 lead. McFrederick in the shotgun, one on his left hip. He takes the snap. He's going to keep it on the option, and he's hit hard, and he's hit hard by Miller. At the 25, and a gain of a half a yard. Yeah, Miller stuck him there before he could get going. And Briar Miller, the junior linebacker, will be back another year with the Minutemen next year. Good to see him out here making plays. And it's... Second and 10, they really didn't give him a gain there. Minutemen have to stay strong here. Ashland at the Lex 25-yard line. McFrederick in the shotgun, sends a man in motion, takes the snap. He's going to fake the give. He's going to keep it, and he's bottled up again by the Minutemen off the left side. No gain. Hudson Moore again. Man, nowhere to go once again. And they had both options kind of stuffed up there. The whole middle was blown up. Baden Forup was also in there just to make sure things didn't go anywhere. And it's third and ten. McFrederick in the shotgun. He'll look over and uh, see if they'll get a new play call in here. They've got three to the right, two to the left. Third and ten. Big play here for the Lex defense. McFrederick takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's being flushed to the right. He's rolling right. He's rolling right. He's going to have to commit to running, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. And great pursuit by the Minutemen. And again, Nick, as you mentioned earlier, great coverage down the field. Yeah, and Lex with a two-high look there. They had two safeties just kind of spying everything over the top, had nowhere to go. So fourth down, fourth and, well, fourth and eight. 
Ashland at the uh, Lexington 23-yard line. And Ashland kind of in no man's yep, land here. And, and they're going to go for it. We'll see if they try to draw Lex offside. McFrederick in the shotgun, four to the left, and Lex will take a timeout. Probably a wise decision here just to make sure they've got everything correct. And they're probably going to tell everybody, do not jump offside. Yep. But like Nick said, I mean, if you're Ashland here, you're not really going to – you can't really kick a field goal from what I've yeah. seen. And McFrederick is the punter, but he's not going to step back and punt it no. here, you would think. No. I mean, That'd be a heck of a pooch kick. I mean, <laughs> Literally. You have so to you, just shoot it straight up in the air. You've got, you got to think they are going to actually go for it here. But I would say they might, draw, they, they might try to draw Lex offside at least once before they do take the snap. Try to get the easy five yards and set up a – much more manageable fourth down. It's going to be fourth and eight officially with 3.09 to go. Second quarter, Lexington 20, Ashland 14. It's been a heck of a first half, a shootout for sure. And here we go. Both teams ready to go. Big play here. Fourth and eight. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got one back on each hip. He's got two receivers left, one to the right. Fourth and eight from the 23. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking left. He's going to roll left. He's going to try to run left, and he's going to be out to the 20, and he gets the first down as he just got past Jordan Byrice. Gets out of bounds. And the minute men were there, they just couldn't bottle him up. They couldn't contain him. Yeah, had great coverage on the field again. So they will give up the first down, a big play there. And now you really got to protect your own end zone if you're Lexington here because there's less than three minutes to go until halftime. You don't want to give up a score here. Ashland does get the ball to start the second half. McFrederick takes the shotgun snap. He's going to go up the middle, and uh, Hudson Moore, I believe, was there. Just waiting on him, daring him to try to run by him, and that was not going to happen. Great stop by Hudson. He is all over the place tonight. Can't wait to see how many tackles he's racked oh, up my. here at halftime. Nick will have the uh, stats at halftime, by the way. But Hudson's been in on just about every play tonight. I mean, my goodness, he's all over the place. Second and ten. McFrederick with three to the right, two to the left. Takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's being pressured. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw into the end zone. It is caught again. And it is spots this time Man, over in the corner of the end zone. And it looked like they might have missed a hole. Leighton Osa got great pressure on the quarterback and just kind of got held up. And I will say, Nick, all three of these touchdowns for Ashland have just been broken plays. I mean, they're just great at improvising because yeah. Lexington has disrupted everything that Ashland is trying to do tonight. Well, and McFrederick just kind of threw it up there and prayed <laughs> yep. someone came down with it. So, Roop will come on and try to uh, add the extra point, and they fumble the snap. And the Minutemen are going to tackle him back at the seven. The holder there was Braylon Hyder. And <laughs> wouldn't you know it, Nick? Both teams <laughs> step for step with each other here. They're scoring touchdowns back and forth. And, of course, Lexington 
missed the uh, the PAT on the la their last touchdown, and now Ashland answers with a flubbed PAT of their own. Yeah, you'll take it. I guess that one point's not going to yeah. be too important anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're back to even. Wouldn't it be something if Lexington scores and goes for two? Hey, don't put it past them. Man, it's just like Ashland is saying, whatever you do, Lexington, we're going to do right back to you. And so far it has just been a heavyweight battle here. Step for step, stride for stride. And Nick, uh, of course, the girls down on the sideline, Rachel and Kayla Durbin. Uh, Kayla just texted me and said she saw some lightning in the distance. No, she didn't. She can keep that to herself. <clears throat> I'm just reporting what I'm hearing. I'm not saying she's right or wrong or cheering for any scenario to take place. Certainly we'd love to get this game in, but... We shall see. 2.17 to go, first half. It is deadlocked right now at 20. A thrilling first half here at Lex. And Nick looking at the forecast. He'd rather trust a weatherman than his sister-in-law's own two eyes. Ashland, it seems like they get forever to line the ball up and kick it, and they'll squib it again. And it's going to be picked up by Caden Eichler, and he's going to try to get out of some tackles here. But hey, I just felt like it took forever to get the ball off the ground yeah. there. He got it out to the 20. Uh, just a short return there, maybe three yards by Caden. And the Minutemen will set up the offense at their own 20. Have plenty of time here, 210 with a timeout left. Can definitely get some points here before half. Definitely need them. And like Nick said, you got plenty of time here, 210 to go. Second quarter, and the Minutemen. Trying to score here quickly before halftime because Ashland does get the ball to start the second half. Cole Pauly in the shotgun sends Carter Newman in motion. They will give it up the middle. Corbin Green's going to tumble forward for a yard. <laughs> and he almost did a somersault there. He's kind of rolled over some Ashland linemen there. And that'll get the clock rolling. Minutemen do have one timeout left. They have plenty of time here. It's just a matter of what do you want to do. Because you certainly don't want to give the ball back to Ashland here. So you kind of you do have to run a little bit of the clock. But it is set up here to be aggressive a little bit. And we'll see what they do. Two off to the right. Pauly in the pistol. Second and nine. Takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the right side, trying to get that edge. He does. He's to the 30. Gets the first down out of bounds at the 35. Gain of 14 for Carson. And getting out of bounds will stop the clock. Yeah, great run off that right side. Carson able to get the edge, and he would have kept going if he didn't have an arrow dragging him from behind. 129 to go now in the first half. And the Minutemen, they'll mark Carson out at the 34, so a gain of 13 on that last carry. But the clock did stop. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Too wide to the left. 
Takes the first down snap. He will fake the give. He's going to roll left. Now he gets it out of there. Nice pass by Cole to Corbin Green to the 40. And he's going to run over a defender and gets out of bounds. <laughs> he was literally just waiting for that to happen. He looked right at him. He was like, I'm going to run you over before I, before I, I mean, even get close. Let's be real here. Corbin could have cut that up the field. Absolutely. But he literally <laughs> waited to make sure he got to truck the defender. Well, it was a great. I mean, I mean it was great impro improv from Cole Pauly. Oh, that too. was a he, great pass. He had to, he had to sidearm that thing to get it out there because there was a national defender coming yeah. off the edge right no, away. No, that was almost like a little Johnny Manziel pass yeah. there. Very reminiscent. Nice to see Coley get uh, Coley Cole Pauly get that out of there. Coley. <laughs> Second and four. Pauly in the pistol again. Two to the left. They'll send Carter Newman in motion. They'll give it to him this time. A little end around, and he's trying to get the edge. He does to the 40, and he's going to get the first down, but we've got a hold back here, and I think it's going to be on Baden Fora. Run out of bounds by 22. Colin Roar, flag, hold the flag. So that'll back the Minutemen up and uh, maybe take a little bit of momentum away from this drive. And uh, they'll put the ball back on the Lex 27-yard line. That's a big penalty. That, that one hurts. Really was. Second and 16 minute coming up minute. now. And 16 minute men. Minute men at their own 27. 114 to go in the first half. And now's where it can be really dangerous here, Nick. You don't want to get a third down and give the ball back to Ashland with an incomplete pass or something like that. They'll bring one to each side. Pauly in the pistol. Second and 16 takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to be rushed, and he's going to be sacked back at the 20. Big play there. And it was Braden, or excuse me, Braylon Hyder. Ashland brought the heat right off Cole's blind side. He had no idea it was coming. And Ashland will take a timeout to stop the clock here. And they're also going to add two seconds back onto the clock. 1.08 to go, first half. Well, I'd imagine now, if you're the Minutemen, you'll probably run the ball, try to at least make give AJ Ashland, some more room yeah, to, to and, punt it. And make Ashland use that another timeout. Right. They have two left now. Lexington has one left, although they may not need it. Ashland does get the ball to start the second half, though. You just don't want to give them any momentum. You don't want to give them the ball back to score here. So if you're Lex, I mean, it's third and 25 now. You probably aren't going to take a shot for a first down. Like Nick said, you may just run it here. But the way Lex has run the ball tonight, they have two touchdowns that yeah. are longer than this. Yeah, they could break it. <clears throat> they need 25. Their touchdowns tonight have been 33 and 75. So here we go. Third and 25 from the 20. Cole Pauly's going to be in the shotgun. He's got Scotty Roush, Caden Eichler off to the left. Baden four up in the slot right. Carter Newman split off far to the right. And now what? And they didn't uh, update the clock there. They didn't get the memo. It's supposed to be 108 on the clock. They've got 106 up there now. 
And still. <laughs> and the uh, whatever they're serving in the press box tonight must have come early because nobody's paying attention down here. One oh eight on the game clock. There it is. Jeez. Now <laughs> they've got it fixed. Cole Pauly in the shotgun. Two wide to each side. He takes the snap. He will give. Carson Berry off the right side. He's to the 30. Down the far sideline. Oh. He's cut down man, at the oh original line of scrimmage. A great tackle by Ashland there. That would have saved a first down for sure. But, like Nick said, that'll help uh, Lexington kind of At least uh, give them some room to punt here and maybe flip the field as they get out to the 33. Yeah, that would have been a first down and maybe some more. If, I mean, that was a great tackle out on that far right edge. So there is a little cell, Nick, moving through Marion. But potentially uh, only rain. We'll see. So 102 to go. Score is tied at 20 here. Lexington back on the field as Ashland had to call a timeout there, by the way. A.J. Young will take a great snap. He's going to get a low punt away, but it's going to roll. It's going to roll and keep rolling to the 30, keep rolling and down to the 27. So, not a bad punt there by A.J. Kept it away from the arrow return men. Well, it took 10 seconds off the clock, too. 52 seconds to go in the first half. Each team with one timeout left. We'll see what Ashland does here. Of course, we know they can score in a hurry, but they can also turn the ball over in a hurry as well as we've seen tonight. So, it could be an interesting end of the half here. I don't think this is going to be your standard end of the half by any means. Scores tied at 20 here at Lexington. Arrows come out. Two wide to each side. McFrederick in the shotgun. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking left. He's got his man at spots. And coming up was A.J. Young. He missed the tackle, but he slowed him down enough. Several minute men got over there. And Nick, actually, if you want to look at the bright side of that missed tackle. More time. It took, yeah. I mean, the clock is just rolling here. They've 20 seconds have come off just on that one play. 30 seconds left. McFrederick takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to roll left. He's going to roll left. He's still rolling left, and he runs out of bounds at the 32. But now, Nick, it's third down. Yeah. 22 seconds left. Third down, third and, third and six coming up. And, Nick, I am seeing some lightning off in the distance. I saw it that time with my own eyes. But it is way off in the distance. Third and seven, officially. McFrederick sends a man in motion. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's looking. Down the middle of the field, and he's got his man. It's Metzger. He's to the 50. Down the near sideline, 40. He's to the 30, and pushed out of bounds at the 25. And he may be hurt. 
as Caden Eichler put a nice hard tackle on him and rode him out of bounds, and Metzger gets up slowly, but he is walking, and he'll come back onto the field. But again, Nick, it takes more time, 13 seconds left. Yeah, I mean, if you're Ashland, you got the one timeout, so I'd imagine you got two shots at the end zone here, and they're not going to kick it, but they're, they're saying not that they're going to roll the clock. And timeout Lex. The referee down here blew the whistle, but nobody heard it. Ashland started playing, and that was it. 13 seconds left first half. We'll keep it right here until halftime. By the way, coming up at halftime, as I try to save my voice for the rest of the night, Nick will have stats and scores for you and uh, take you through the halftime show. Of course, we'll have homecoming festivities as well. I don't know if there's going to be What do you home. look so concerned well, about? Well, I I didn't see the normal homecoming. Well, I do I did see someone lining and, uh they're lining them up somewhere. Oh, are they on the far side? Maybe I didn't see. Cuz there's reserved well, seats for them right. Well, and here, I don't but know they're if all empty. Yeah. They they did get up and walk oh, okay. away or the homecoming court did. So, we'll definitely have that at halftime as well. Homecoming There it is. Nick never trusts me, but I'm always himself. right. There's one thing you should have learned by now, Nick. It's uh, here we go. Trust me and not anybody else. 13 <sighs> seconds left. First and, ten arrows from the 20 and right now we have to trust the Lex defense to yep. get a stop. McFrederick in the shotgun, four wide to the left, one to the right from the 25, takes the snap. He's back. He's being rushed by Leighton Nose. He has to run up the middle, and the Minutemen get him right in the middle of the field. And now Ashland will take their last time out with seven seconds left. And a gain of officially three there, we'll call it, Nick. Two and a half, really. Well, actually, they might have only given him two. I saw the lightning off in the distance myself just now. <laughs> Again, Nick. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I saw it first. Hey, I'm confirming now that I saw it as well, so there's no discrepancies. No trust there. He had to see it for himself. Second and eight when we come back from the timeout here. And uh, no matter what Ashland does here, it's going to be the last play of the half unless there's a penalty. Just keep and everything in front here. I mean, a field goal here is going to be a 40-yarder. A I'm not sure what kind of leg group has, but it looks like Ashland's sending their uh, sending their offense out. So here we go. Should be the last play of the half. Seven seconds left, second and eight from the 23. McFrederick in the shotgun. Five wide, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's being rushed by Baden Forup. Now he's going to have to roll left. He's going to throw, and he has to throw it out of bounds, and that's the end of the half. Great end of the half for the Minutemen defense. Ashland will get the ball to start the second half, but after one half, it is dead even here at Lexington. Ashland 20, Lex 20. Nick will have stats and uh, scores from around North Central Ohio. And we'll uh, update you on the uh, homecoming festivities when we come back on fearthevillage.com. VSBNradio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. 
Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, in order to try to maintain my voice, I have sent Nick down to get a a hot chocolate for me here at halftime. So, Corey Durbin back here with you on the Fear of the Village Halftime Show. I will actually be giving you uh, at least a few scores from around North Central Ohio. As again, I'm trying to keep my voice together. It's like uh, 
I'm, I'm duct taping my voice, and uh, it's, it's being held together by toothpicks right now. It could go at any moment. But so far, so good. As I'm trying to get the scoreboard to load, it's just one of those nights here at Lexington where there is absolutely no cell service, no internet service, and uh, everybody's hogging up all the service. Mount Vernon hosting Madison tonight, and it's a close one down at the Hive. Mount Vernon leads it 14-10 over the Rams. Right now at Worcester, it is Mansfield Senior 20, Worcester 16. And at Shelby, West Holmes all over the Whippets, 24-7. So some interesting scores from around the OCC tonight. Heading over to the MOAC now, Galleon leading Ontario 7-0. It is Clear Fork 21, Marion Pleasant 0. River Valley 28, Marion Harding 21. And the Northern 10, Cary 35, Seneca East 0, Winford 33. Uh, Upper Sandusky 7. It is Mohawk 14, Bucyrus nothing, and Colonel Crawford 62, Buckeye Central nothing. And the KMAC, East Knox shutting out Fredericktown 42 to nothing. It is Centerburg 10, Danville 7, Highland 28, Cardington Lincoln 20, Northmore looking to go 8 0. They already lead Mount Gilead 42 to 7. And the Firelands, it is Crestview 29, Plymouth 0. South Central tied with Pl uh, Mapleton right now at 14. And Monroeville and Western Reserve tied at 7. Uh, Lucas has the week off. And Willard losing to Port Clinton 35-0. We'll have more scores coming up for you in just a moment on the Fear the Village halftime show where Lexington and Ashland deadlocked at 20 here at halftime on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. 
This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Headsets mixed up, Nick. Back here. Here, switch me. We'll just do it live on air. No wonder I couldn't hear myself. I was confused, too. I I can't hear anything. Back here at uh, Lexington High School, where it is 20-20 on senior night and homecoming night at halftime. A great first half for both teams as they both came out firing on all cylinders. Yeah, it was wild. And uh, Nick can paint you the picture of just how that first half went, Nick. Yeah, a lot of offense in this first half. I mean, like Corey said, 20 to 20 uh, after two quarters. But so going over here, just some uh, scoring plays. Lex opened it up, had a big kickoff return from Caden Eichler all the way down to the, well, to the Ashland 19. Eichler took it 72 yards on the opening kickoff, and then it ended up they, we ran one rushing play, and then Cole topped it off with a 14-yard strike to Caden Eichler. With one minute into the game, it was 7-0 Lex. And then with 5-13 left in the first quarter, Landon McFrederick threw a strike to Jonathan Metzger for 14 yards for the touchdown to make it 7-7. And then almost immediately afterwards, Lex responded with a 33-yard touchdown run from Carson Berry. 14-7 Lexington with 11-17 left in the half. And then again, Ashland ties it up one more time with Ashton Maffitt with the the 12-yard touchdown reception from Landon Frederick to make it 14-all. And then two minutes later, Corbin Green, 75 yards right off the left side on a little trap play, took it 75 yards for the touchdown. The, the extra point was blocked, so the score was 20-14. to 14. 
And then again, Ashland scores with 2.17 left in the half. To, from McFrederick again hit spots for a 13-yard touchdown pass. And then that extra point actually ended up being a conversion that didn't well successful either. So it was 20-20, to 20, and that was the scoring in the first half. Total offense here, pretty close. A lot of offense, almost 300 yards for both teams. Ashland with 279, with Lexington with 259. Uh, Ashland do, actually doing a lot of it through the air. 207 yards of passing through the air from Landon McFrederick. He's 13 to 20, three touchdowns, but he's turned the ball over twice, which Lexus capitalized both times on those turnovers and both interceptions from Cade Eichler himself. Uh, Lexington, 259. Uh, only 79 yards of it through the air, six of eight throwing the ball. Cole Pauley hasn't had to do a whole lot, but when he's he's made great plays, he's six of eight. He's throw, he threw the touchdown in the first quarter to Caden Eichler. Uh, a lot of it on the ground, though. 180 yards rushing, 75 on one of them, 75 of them on the one play from Corbin Green. Uh, but really, there really hasn't been a lot of things that have not gone Lex's way. They have had, they've had a couple penalties, uh, five penalties for 40 yards so far in the first half, but they've made up with it, made up for it by getting the two turnovers in that first half, which I, I said before was going to be a, a big key to the game to come out of Lex here with a victory. So two picks in the first half, both from Caden Eichler. They're playing great defense. There's just been a couple – Tough breaks from the Minutemen. Had a couple def- had a deflected pass that was ended up being caught, and then both touchdown passes that have been in the back of the end zones have been they've been tough. I mean, AJ Young's been in great position. Our DBs overall have been in great position. They they this is tough breaks uh, in the end zone, but uh, overall it's been a fun first half. A lot going on in this first half. A lot of scoring. A lot of offense. But it doesn't feel like it's been overkill. The defenses, both defenses are playing tough. They're getting stops when needed. But uh, 20 to 20 after the first half, and I think this second half can get really interesting really quick, especially with Ashland coming out, getting the ball after halftime. If Lex can come out and get a big stop to open the half and then go down and score, that puts them in a great position to win the game today. And uh, Nick was running graciously to get my hot chocolate there and missed some of the scores from around the area. So we'll hit on those when we come back again. I think you're going to be surprised by a few, Nick, as it's 20-20 to 20 here at Lexington-Ashland. And uh, Lexington should be a, a great second half. And uh, both of these teams desperate for a win. Uh, and, of course, we want Lexington to get out of here with the win. We'll see if they can do that when we come back. We'll have some scores coming up here in just a moment on the fearthevillage.com halftime show. VSBNradio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at vsbnradio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. 
buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Nearing second half action here at Lexington on homecoming night where a uh, congratulations is in order to Allison Reed who won uh, homecoming queen here at uh, Lexington this year. So congrats to Allie as we get set for what is uh, inevitably going to be a thrilling second half. And hopefully Lexington can sneak out a win and get out of here. Uh, victorious tonight against Ashland. It is 20 to 20. And uh, we'll take one last look as tonight they uh, brought McDonald's apple pies to the press box and it is like a frenzy here. Everybody's getting their apple pies mixed up. Nobody knows which apple pie is theirs. I'm just happy I got my hands on one. 
And that may have been the first apple pie from McDonald's I've eaten, Nick, since I was in high school. You know, I don't. It's been I, a decade. I don't probably. know if I've ever had one before. They're quite delicious. I won't lie. Yeah, I, 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 when I think McDonald's, I don't think oh, I'm gonna get an apple pie. You know. Well, you should sometime. Yeah, I'll have to now. You won't regret it. As uh, we take a look at the area scoreboard once again here, as I thought uh, a few of these scores were quite interesting, actually. Oh, jeez. Uh, as I'm trying to get them pulled up here. And my phone may run out of battery by the end of tonight. Man, Clapper is bumping the sound system tonight. It is loud in here, just in the press box. It actually is very loud. What are you looking for? Uh, phone charger. Ah. Mount Vernon leading Madison. Now they've extended their lead. It was 14 to 10. It's now 21 to 10. Mansfield Senior has taken a double-digit lead at Worcester now, 27 to 16. Wow. West Holmes, get this. West Holmes 30, Shelby 7. At Shelby. Whew. And of course, here at Lexington, we've got a thriller brewing with a 20 to 20 tie at halftime. Over in the Moac, it is Galleon 7, Ontario 6. Clear Fork 21, Marion Pleasant nothing, and River Valley leads Marion Harding 28-21. That's going to be a tough matchup for the Minutemen Week 10 here at home against River Valley. But uh, last time those two teams matched up, Nick, a couple of years ago, Lexington shut out River Valley 28 sure to nothing. A team that was looking to uh, team that was looking to make the playoffs that year, and Lexington shut them down to end the season. And Northmore, as Nick is looking through the scores here, yeah, oh Nick, my goodness, Northmore going to be. 8-0 as, as our uh, sideline correspondents are texting up to us. And Rachel said that uh, as we were talking about the smoke they let off earlier, it was really just baby powder. Was it just a lot of baby powder? Rachel said the bleachers are never going to have diaper rash again. <laughs> and uh, I, can, uh, I can second that. You can still kind of smell it. If anybody needs baby powder... There's plenty here in the Lexington bleachers. Come get your share. As we're just about set for second half action, Nick, what are your keys to Lexington improving to three and five on the year and getting out of here with a win? Well, I mean, I, once again, I, I, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but you just got to keep taking care of the football. I mean, other than the muffed kickoff on the, the second, the, well, the first kickoff from Ashland after they scored, other than that muff, Lex has been really good about taking care of the football. And, I mean, what I've really liked is Cole Pauly hasn't been rushing anything. If he doesn't see it, if it's not there, he's either, either overthrowing by 10 yards or he's just kind of taking what he can get. He did get sacked once at the end of the first half. But Cole's been doing a great job just taking what the defense is giving you. And the receivers have been doing great trying to get, get open, getting in the dead space that so there aren't any defenders and uh, they've been doing a great job just catching the ball and holding on and getting some big first downs. And the O-line is playing well. They're getting a lot of push up front. So I really just think you got to keep doing what you're doing. I mean, obviously you want to throw some some threads in here in here just in the second half, but uh, keep Ashland honest. Because you know Ashland, they're going to come out. They're going to be ready to play in the second half. They're going to make some adjustments because they want to win this game just as bad as Lex does. So... Just got to keep playing hard, gang tackling like they've been, and they'll come out of here with a victory, I think. Lexington will kick off 
excuse me, to start the second half. A.J. Young has it up on the tee, and he'll kick it right to left as we see it. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And A.J. Young boots it. This one's a short kick. And Boyd's going to take it from the 12 to the 15, 20 down the far sideline, 25. And he's out to about the 27. And good starting field position for the Arrows here in the second half. And Trey Boyd, a good little return, man. That's pretty much all he's been doing, though. Not really yeah. an, an option on offense, well, it seems he, like. he hasn't touched the ball on offense, and he's not out there even to start this drive. So maybe strictly a special teams kid this year for the Arrows as McFrederick brings out the offense. And it seems like the first half was an hour ago as we are set for second half action. Two to the right, one to the left. This time McFrederick's going to have two in the backfield with him in the shotgun, one on each hip. First and 10 from the 27. He takes the snap. He gives. It spots off right up the middle, and he's going to get over the 30 to the 31. And he'll get four on first down, second and six coming up. Yeah, Jordan Byrice met him right there in the hole and held him up, and then Corbin came from that safety spot and cleaned it up. But a good hit there from Jordan Byrice to start the second half. So second and six. We'll see if Lexington can get off the field here defensively early on to start the half. McFrederick in the shotgun, sends a man in motion, fakes the give. He's going to run up the middle. He's going to be grabbed by Leighton Osun, brought down at the 30. Might have lost a yard there. And they will give him the line of scrimmage. Third and six coming up, a big play coming up. Yeah, once Leighton Osun gets, gets his hand on you, you're not going to get out of that one very often. Third down and six. McFrederick. Going to go back in the shotgun by himself. Two to the left, three to the right. Since spots in motion, they'll look over now. And they'll see if they can uh, get a new play in here. They'll send spots back out to the slot. And McFrederick takes the snap. He's going to look left. And the pass is broken up by A.J. Oh, Young. they're going to throw a flag, though. Wow. <sighs> they're going to say a hold. Unbelievable. Wow. That's a tough break for A.J. Young, who made a great play on that ball. They're going to call this pass interference, I think, Nick. They're going to say he pushed him in the back and came around the top of him. Yeah, I think what they're going to say, yeah, that he got there a little bit early with his off arm and, kind of, yeah, like you said, wrapped around and held him up. Wow, that is a tough break for the Lex defense. That looked like a great play yeah. by A.J., but referees, of course, are a lot closer than we are. <laughs> From the and now we'll see how this Lex defense responds. A free first down for Ashland. They have the ball at their own 46 now, nearing midfield. McFrederick in the shotgun by himself. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking down the middle of the field, and it is caught. Oof. What a catch. A first down. And that was Braylon, uh, Braylon Heider. And a first down. Ashland already back up to the line. McFrederick takes the shotgun snap. He's going to roll right. He's still rolling right. He's looking down the field, and he's got his man. It's Hyder again to the 14. First down, Ashland. Hey, where did this kid come from? Doesn't get a pass thrown his way the whole first half. He's got two big ones right away. And just like that, Nick, less than two minutes into the half, Ashland into the red zone. 
So McFrederick will get the arrows organized here. He'll send one off to the right, three to the left. Spots on his right hip in the shotgun. And we're going to have a play clock reset here, which wasn't really necessary, but they're going to do it anyways. McFrederick takes the snap. He's going to roll right, and he was going to try to pitch it out, but he kept it and instead lost a couple of yards. Really had nowhere to go there. They ran that to the weak side and ran out of room. He was either going to have to pitch it to spots who was going to have to run out of bounds or keep it and lose yardage, and uh, McFrederick decided to keep it. He'll lose one yard. Second and 11. Arrows at the Lex 13. McFrederick in the shotgun, five wide, takes the snap. He's back, he's being rushed. And Cohen Moore couldn't bring him down, and now Hudson Moore chasing him, and a bunch of minute men get him. A hard hit by Rice over on the far sideline. Third down coming up. Yeah, great job from Lex there. Takes some good angles and able to get down McFrederick before he could get a big gain. So a big, big third down play here for the minute men coming up as Ashland has it third and nine at the Lex 12. McFrederick uh, with three to the right, two to the left. He's waiting. He sends a man in motion. And they'll look over maybe for a new play here. Ten on the play clock. And Spot's going to go back into the backfield with McFrederick. Now they're going to move everybody around. Trips to the right but bunched up close to the line. And McFrederick takes the snap. He's going to roll left. And he's going to keep rolling left, and he's going to run out of room. He's pushed out of bounds. Minutemen stop him on third down, fourth down coming up, fourth and ten. Well, and now, again, it looks like they're going to bring the kicking unit, but, I mean, from what I've seen with the PATs, this, this could be a difficult kick. Man, I think you're right, Nick. Is Thank you. Roop, really... Every one of his PAT attempts has been extremely low. And this is going to be a 30-yarder. Snap is good. Ball is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. Oh, man. Of course. I mean, it looks like Roop can't even make an extra point tonight. He's barely getting them over the uh, crossbar, but... That 30-yard field goal was pure. Yeah. So Ashland takes a three-point lead, 23-20, to 20, but what? a good job by the Minuteman yeah. defense to stay strong there. Exactly. After the two big passing plays, I, it was a great job from the defense to respond and get a stop. As we were just delivered from Heather Pauley's, looks like some type of like, Reese's mini like cook, chocolate chip deliciousness. <laughs> the girls are not touching these. No, no, those are ours. They don't know anything. Uh, yeah. So thank you to Heather Polly. We still expect these even after Cole graduates. Please, and thank you. Just drop them off before the game if you're not going to come to the game next year, Heather, and we'll gladly pick them up wherever you leave them. Isaac Roof into kickoff for Ashland. As Nick, I hate to point out the elephant in the room, but uh, my voice right now is being held together by a piece of scotch tape. I'm trying to keep it together for all of you listening at home. Just uh, one of those fall things. I just happened to lose my voice last night. 
As Roop has it up on the tee, he's going to run up and boot it. And it's a squib down the near sideline, and it's going to be picked up by Rice at the 15 to the 20. He's to the 25, 30, trying to get outside. Actually doesn't quite make it to the 30. He's brought out of bounds at the 29. So not a bad return. Minutemen going to have decent field position. They'll have the ball at their own 29-yard line with 8.41 to go in the third quarter. 23 to 20. Ashland with a three-point lead. Nick, what do you do here if you're the uh, Lex offense? Well, I mean, just come out here, do your bread and butter. You get the ball on the ground, get that clock moving. I mean, your defense held strong there, held Ashland to three. So, I mean, you come down, you get a touchdown. I mean, you obviously take the lead there, but you just, just keep running the rock, and then it's going to open that play action up. That We've been waiting for a big play here from the, in the passing game anyway. Two wide receivers left, Cole Pauly in the pistol. Takes the snap, they'll give. Carson Berry off the right side, trying to find a hole, and he's got a decent first down gain. They'll give him four or five there. Pretty good spot, and good first down gain. Second and five coming up. Yeah, didn't, he didn't really have anything going there. Just kind of pushed the pile and kind of made the hole himself. And Nick, uh, what's Carson up to? Next time you get a chance to check that out for me. I'd appreciate it because... Uh, there's an outside chance he could get to 1,000 yards on the season tonight, but he needs about 110 more yards tonight. Polly in the pistol again. He's going to throw this time near sideline. Caden Eichler almost made a spectacular grab as he slipped and fell down and almost caught it on his back. Wow, that would have been a heck of a catch. It was impressive he even got, he even got his hands to it. And here's a big third down, though. You, you, if you're the Minutemen here, you have to convert because you don't want to give the ball back to Ashland. They'll have all the momentum coming back. So you got to move the chains here and get something positive going down the field because still, even with a, a punt here, it's still not going to flip the field enough where you're, where you're right. comfortable on the defensive side of the ball. So really got to convert here. Absolutely. Third and five. We'll see what they do. They send Eichler out to the right. Newman in the slot, right? He's going to come in motion. Pauly takes the pistol snap. They'll give off the left side. Carson Berry, 40. He's to the 45, 50. Down the near sideline, 40. And he's going to be tackled down at the 26 as he got five or ten extra yards after contact there. Big tough run there from Carson. He, he had a couple Ashland defenders on him about at the 30-yard line. He just hit the brakes and made a little cut back into the inside. They were able to pick up five more. And a great run as Carson nearing the 1,000-yard mark on the year. Yeah, gain of 41 on that one. He's over 100 tonight now. And the Minutemen have it first and 10 at the Ashland 25. Eichler off to the right, Newman off to the left. Pauly in the pistol. They'll give it again, this time to Byrice up the middle. A great carry on first down, down to about the 18-yard line, a gain of eight. And I think there might have been some late activity there as the Minutemen faithful not happy about something, but I was trying to get the right spot yeah. of the ball and I missed whatever happened. Well, that's the last thing you want to do with this Minutemen offense right now. They're rolling, so if you just got to keep being aggressive here. 
So they actually give him seven on that last carry for Byrice. Second and three. Paulie in the pistol again from the 18. Sends Newman in motion. They'll give Byrice again off the right side, and he had a hole, but that thing closed up sure really did. quick. Yeah, Corbin had the initial block there on the edge, and he just couldn't quite hold it long enough for Byrice to squeak through. Well, and Corbin even went up to Byrice and patted his chest as if to say, hey, man, that's my fault. As Nick was right, just another second of holding that block, and Byrice would have been through there, it looked like as Carson Berry comes back on for third down. Yeah, they did give him a gain, gain of one. one. Third and two. Third and two from the 18. And wouldn't you know it, what if they trade field goals now? They've oh, literally mimicked each other on the scoreboard tonight. Polly in the pistol. Third and two. Sends a man in motion. He's going to give the up man. Corbin Green takes it. Off the left side. He's to the five. He's in. Touchdown, Minutemen. Corbin Green, the fullback, takes it up the middle. And I believe that was the same play he scored on earlier, just a little bit closer this time. And the senior with two touchdowns tonight. One from 18, one from 75. And the Minutemen take the lead, 26-23. Now we'll see if they can get a, a clean PAT here from A.J. Young. Snap is back. Hold is good by Pauly, and the kick is perfect right down the middle. And the Minutemen with a 27-23 lead. 6.08 to go, third quarter, fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. And we've got a thriller brewing here at Lexington where the Minutemen have taken the lead back, 27-23. Off the legs of Corbin Green, who is now in the scorebook for that second time tonight. And just on his touchdowns alone, Corbin Green nearing 100 yards. But uh, I believe he's got over 100. Nick will have to check on that. But Lexington tonight with two uh, rushers, over 100 yards. <clears throat> As A.J. Young gets the ball set up on the tee down at the 40, right off to our right, and he'll kick it. From our right to our left. Yep, Carson with 117, Corbin with 107 so far. A.J. Young will run up and he'll boot it down the field. And it's going to be towards that right side to Boyd from the 11. He takes it out to the 20, 25 down the far sideline and just short of the 30. At about the 29-yard line. And that's where Ashland will begin this drive in the... Begin this drive with a four-point deficit. And we'll see here if the Minuteman defense can get a big stop. You feel like if you can just get the ball back to the offense, maybe you could uh, get this lead up to two scores. 
McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got two wide to the right, one left. Now he sends a man in motion to the right, and he'll take, he'll give. And in the backfield, Minutemen are going to get in there, and they'll get him for a loss as with his first carry of the night, it was Ashton Maffitt. He's had several catches tonight. That was his first carry, and it did not go well. Second and 11 coming up for Ashland at their own 28-yard line. McFrederick sends a man in motion. He's going to take the snap. He's going to look left. He's got spots, and he's out there on the left side all alone. He's making moves. He gets over the 40 for a first down, and he's going to get about 15 yards on second and 11. Yeah, that was a great lead block out there by number 53. I, I can't catch his name right now, but he knocked Corbin Green down pretty easily there and kind of sprung him out, so tough block there. So Ashland moving the football again here. They're at their own 43-yard line. McFrederick going to be in the shotgun with spots on his left hip. They'll have one wide receiver left, one to the right. They've got a tight end in there as well. Takes the snap. He'll give. Spots coming off the right side. He's got room. And the Minutemen going to close the gap. He still gets about six or seven yards. But that initially looked like it could have been a lot worse for the Minuteman defense. 4.40 to go here in the third quarter. Minutemen lead it 27-23. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got three left this time, one to the right. On his right hip is Spots. He takes the snap. He will fake the give. He's going to roll, and he's going to be grabbed and couldn't be brought down by Baden Forup. And still running out of there, McFrederick. He's going to get a – well, he's going to lose a bunch of yardage. As I was looking at the original line of scrimmage, he's going to lose about six yards. And Matt Dwyer in there. Great job from Dwyer to not give up on the play because McFrederick could easily just rolled all the way out and made a play, but Dwyer said not so fast. So a big loss on second down. It's going to set up third and eight. Third and eight is McFrederick trying to get him lined up here. Big play for the Lex defense as there's only 3.40 to go in the third quarter. Love to get that ball back. McFrederick in the shotgun, two wide to each side. Third and eight, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's being rushed, and he's going to be hit, and he's going to be brought down by Hudson Moore. Back at the 37. And Lex brought some pressure, and that pocket just closed up, and Frederick had nowhere to go, and Hudson brought him down. And they'll mark it at the 36, actually, Nick. A big loss. Fourth and 16. And now Caden Eichler back to receive this punt. As Roop going to come on and punt it away for the Arrows. And just an absolutely massive stop for that Lex defense. And there's only three on the play clock. Ashland doesn't know what they're doing here. And they're going to have to take a timeout. Some confusion over there on that sideline. That looked like Spots was supposed to be out there, and he's all the way down here. I don't know. Well, that's good for the Minutemen. Make Ashland use those timeouts. 
Oh, oh they took the delay took of game. The delay. So they didn't take the timeout. They took a delay of game, and that's going to really – that's going to help Lex more than Ashland having to burn a timeout there. Wow. That's interesting. That's a big decision there. Yeah, you'll take it. For the arrows. So Roop standing back at his own 17-yard uh, line. Will take a decent snap. Gets away a wobbly punt. And it's going to be touched by Caden Eichler. He's going to pick it up. He's going to run down the far sideline. He's got room. He's to the 40, 45. He's across midfield. And he's to the 45. Pushed out of bounds at the 40. Man, oh, man. He is killing the return game right now. And he mishandled that one. It initially got him to him about the 30-yard line. He picked it up at the 25. He flipped field. I mean, Caden here on senior night is just possessed. He's got two interceptions, two huge returns now. He's got a receiving touchdown. Easily Caden Eichler's best game of the year so far. Man, gain a, a return of 33 yards there. Great field position for the Minutemen right now. They come out here, get a touchdown right away. That That's going to be demoralizing for this Ashland team. I mean, with the way the defense is playing, how they responded after the giving up the three points, forced the three and out. It's going to be tough sledding for Ashland in the second half if Lex can score right here. They'll have one wide to each side. Pauly in the pistol takes the snap. They'll give off the left side with plenty of room. Jordan Byrice just gets drugged down by a linebacker from behind. That might have been a touchdown-saving tackle. He was about to hit this edge and go. He sure was. And instead, he's going to be held to a gain of five. Now they'll give him four. Still, great gain on first down. Yep, second and, that, and six. And that clock just keeps on ticking. I know we don't want to talk about clock possession right now, but it's definitely going to be a factor here soon. Second and six, Cole Pauly in the pistol. He sends Carter Newman in motion. They will give off the right side by Rice. Now he's going to cut back up the middle. He's got a first down across the 30, and he's going to be brought down at the 28-yard line. And the Minutemen are moving here near the red zone. And just great vision from Byrice there. It was initially a run to the right side. There was nothing going. He made a quick cut back and was able to pick up 10. I mean, he's just seeing the field right now really well and able to keep this offense moving and the chains going. So first and 10, minute men at the Ashland 28. Pauly in the pistol takes the snap. He's going to fake the give. He's going to roll right. He's got Corbin Green, 25, trying to get outside. He does with a stiff arm, 20, and he tracks the defender, and he gets the first down, down at the 12. And... One of the Ashland arrows is down, and it just happens to be the one that uh, tried to tackle Corbin on the far sideline. Hey, he made the first guy miss. I'm surprised he didn't just try to run through the first guy, but he saw, <laughs> well, the, he saw the second guy in the way. He's like, well, I kind of got to run you over. He did stiff arm the first defender, and yeah. the second one just uh, able to make the play. Though. Got in his way. Mm -hmm. And a first down, though, by Corbin. And we'll see. I mean, he definitely, it was kind of a scary angle because the Ashland defender kind of went at him with his head down already. So, I mean, it's just a... Well, and I, th I thought I saw him reach for his leg, maybe. He could have, yeah. As the arrow still down on the far sideline. 
117 to go in the third quarter. And uh, he's going to get up here. And then Corbin right now just doing a little <coughs> bit of everything. Five rushes, 107 yards, two touchdowns. He's also the leading receiver, three receptions, 51 yards. Hmm. So doing it doing it both ways, catching and receive well, catching and running the ball. And the defender there was Aiden Bryant. He did get up and walk off. So Minutemen get a first down off the Corbin Green reception. They'll have the ball at their at the Ashland 14-yard line in the red zone. One seventeen to go, third quarter. Minutemen trying to extend this lead. Cole Pauly in the pistol. He's got two wide to the left. First and ten, takes the snap. They will fake a give. He's going to roll left. He's got Corbin Green again, and he's trying to break a tackle, and he's going to be brought down at the ten. Gain of four. It's a good open field tackle. As we've seen, Corbin is not an easy guy to bring down. And now Corbin hobbling off. Hopefully he didn't re-injure that ankle injury. Or aggravated in any way, but it looks like that may be the case as he's hobbling over here on the sideline now. Second and seven coming up for the Minutemen at the Ashland 10. Eichler and Newman split off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol sends Newman in motion. They will take, they'll give. Byrice up the middle, he's to the five, and he runs over two defenders down to the one. Yeah, he's almost in there. He's down at the half-yard line. He was trying to truck a couple of arrows there. He did manage to fall forward, but just couldn't get in. He's on the one. Yeah, put Carson in here. Let him punch it in. First and goal, So the Minutemen have it first and goal at the one-yard line. They'll put Cam Crago in with the play anyways. And they probably will give it to Carson, who's got 14 touchdowns on the year. See if they can make it 15. Actually, Byrice going to be in there, but also yeah. Hudson Moore. They may give it to Hudson. Well, they might go to quarter. And the pistol. Pauly takes the snap. They'll give Byrice up the middle. He dive. Touchdown. And no signal yet, but I don't know how you can't yeah, give it to I him mean, there. They're and they're going to say no, he what? was down on no the half-yard line. He dove from the one-yard line himself. Unbelievable. Wow. And like Nick said, before that play, that's going to be the end of the third quarter. And, man, just give it to Jordan again. He's going to just yeah. he's gonna punish somebody and get this touchdown. I mean, that's crazy. So, after three, Lex with a 27-23 lead here at home over Ashland on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. 27-23, Lex with the lead here as we head into the fourth quarter. And the Minutemen trying to get a big win here at home over the Ashland Arrows on homecoming night and senior night for this Lex football team. And, Nick, uh, 
Ball's on the half yard. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. on the one inch yeah. line. The football's I, touching the goal line. I mean, you're here. literally going to – you just got to punch it in here. I wouldn't even mind giving it to Hudson right up the gut. Just let the big man rumble in there, get him the touchdown. But, I mean, the way this Lex offense has looked in this sec- in, the, in the third quarter, it's been, I mean, dominance up front. The, the, the offensive line is getting so much push, and they're really, they're really playing hard right now. So it's good to see that O-line responding in this second half, and hopefully they can punch it in here from – literally inches out the referee the head referee for whatever reason talking to Jordan Byrice right now not sure what that's about first or excuse me second and goal from the one Pauly in the pistol he takes the snap he gives Byrice this time he's going to try to get it and he does as he spins around the defender touchdown minute man and man oh man is that a big one and the Minutemen extend their lead. They're up by 10 now. 33-23 with the extra point pending. 11.56 to go, fourth quarter. And it's good to see Jordan get in the end zone too because he just runs so hard and so aggressive. I mean, he's not the biggest guy on the, on the field, but, man, does he punish you when he runs the football. A.J. Young on to attempt the extra point. Cole Polly will hold. Good snap, good hold. Extra point is up, and it is good. 34-23, Lex up by 11. 11.56 to go, fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. And with Jordan Byrice getting uh, quite a few carries on that last drive, he's the third Minuteman now that is nearing. Two of them have surpassed 100 yards. Byrice now over 50. And uh, wouldn't it be something to get three Minutemen over 100 yards rushing on senior night? Yeah, that'd be impressive. And for get sure. a win in the process, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, Lex with 275 <coughs> yards on the ground now tonight. I mean, just, just incredible how what they're able to do on the ground. I mean, it, it makes it easy for Cole once. I mean, he's got to hand the ball off, and then when. Yeah. And then they set up the play action so well, they're leaving Corbin pretty much uncovered in the flat. So it's just a little two yard toss and let Corbin do the rest with his legs. A.J. Young will mark off his steps here as he gets set to kick it off again. He's four for five on extra points tonight. And he runs up and boots it deep down the near sideline. Boyd's going to take it at the threes to the five to the ten. Cutting across the field, 15-20. He's to the 25, trying to get all the way outside on the far sideline across the 30 to the 34 and drug out of bounds by Cade Eichler. He's got some speed once he gets out there on the edge. So, decent field position for the Arrows. Cause another turnover here, just to get the just to get the ball back to that red hot offense. And if they did get a turnover here, 
you've got to assume this game is over with the way the offense is playing. You get this ball back to them, it's going to be a score. But you got to get the ball back first. McFrederick, he could also score very quickly for the Arrows. He's in the shotgun by himself, takes the snap. He's back. He's throwing far sideline, overshoots his man. Great coverage by A.J. on the far sideline, forcing the overthrow. And it'll set up second and ten. And now, trailing by 11, the Arrows can't really run the ball much anymore. They can a little bit, but they can't get run heavy, which they really haven't been a ton tonight anyways. But now, you've really made the Arrows one-dimensional here. McFrederick in the shotgun, three left, two right. Takes the snap, second and ten. He's back to pass. He's being rushed. He's going to roll to the right and throw down the field, and that was a BB, but sure was. Uh, Spots just couldn't bring it in over there on the far sideline as he was about. And there were about two or three men, D linemen, that were just sliding all over the field. They can't keep their footing. So that already, Nick, sets up a third down here. Two incomplete passes and a third down. McFrederick going to be in the shotgun. Big play here for the Lex defense. He sends a man in motion. He's got four wide to the left, takes the snap. He's going to have to roll left. He's going to look left. He's going to throw, and he overshoots his man again. Fourth down. And once again, I, he he totally baited Cohen Moore there. He saw Cohen coming off the blitz on the backside. He gave a little shoulder flip, and but like you said, missed his man wide open again. There's three straight incompletions. And Mount Vernon, it's a final from the Hive. They beat Madison 21 to 13. Talk about a quick one. Mansfield Man. Senior has extended their lead at Worcester 37 to 16. Tigers, man, they're starting to find their stride. Isaac Roop will stand back at his own 20 as we get a new football on here, potentially. Now we're going to play. It's a good snap. Roop will get it away. Almost blocked out there by Cohen Moore. And Caden Eichler going to make the fair catch call at the 23-yard line. And they'll give him the 24. Still great field position. I mean, especially with 11-23 left, Ashland with only two timeouts remaining. They had to use one in that third quarter. But, I mean, the way the Lex is running the football right now, you would think it's going to be a, a lot of carries for those three backs today and keep this offense rolling. You just, it's, if they get behind the sticks, then it can get a little sticky. But even still... They've had a couple third and longs where, they, when they, where they've been able to pick up big chunks of yards and able to convert. So look for this offense to keep rolling. First and 10 minute men. They'll have the ball at their own 24-yard line. Pauly in the pistol sends Mason Thomas in motion. He will give Corbin Green up the middle. He's to the 30, across the 30, to the 31. Good gain there on first down of seven for the minute men. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Pick up seven there on first down, and that opens up the whole playbook for this offense. I mean, you can almost do anything. And the second and three, the way you're running the football, you can pick up three yards, so you kind of maybe open it up here. And, I mean, even with the clock rolling, you still want to be aggressive. You don't want to take your foot off the gas yet. They have the ball at their own 31-yard line, second and three. Cole Pauly in the pistol. He has two wide to the left. 
He sends Thomas in motion again from left to right. Takes the snap. He will give off the right side, and the arrows have not been in the backfield much tonight, but that time they were all over Carson Berry. It's going to be a loss. They'll give him forward progress to the 28-yard line. It'll be a loss of three. Third and six coming up. No, now you're kind of in kind of a third third and six to eight. It's always just kind of a weird area because you know you can run the football, but also, I mean, if you don't, if you only pick up a couple, then you're kind of out of luck. Yeah. Third and six, Minutemen at their own 28-yard line. Pauly in the pistol with two right, sends Mason Thomas again in motion, takes the snap. And he's going to keep it on a little option play, and Cole's going to get a yard. As he looked like he kind of took a low snap there, and the play just kind of broke down before it started. So the Minutemen burn a little bit of clock, but that's about it. They go three and out, and they'll have to punt the ball away with 9.30 to go. Fourth quarter. Minutemen with an 11-point lead. Metzger back deep for the Arrows. A.J. Young will stand back at his own 17-yard line. Metzger for the Arrows will stand back to return this thing at about his own 34-yard line. It's a good snap. A.J.'s going to roll right and punt this thing away. A great punt and a fair catch call by Metzger at the 38-yard line. He kind of bobbled it a little bit, but he reeled it in. 38-yard line. Ladies and gentlemen, get out to so, with, with 9.03 to go, can Lexington get one more stop? I think that's what they're going to need here, just one stop. Because even if you get the ball back and go three and out again, you can burn two more minutes. Right. By the time you stop Ashland and get the ball back and you burn some clock, I mean, this, this could be down to about four or five minutes left in the game, and at that point, you like our odds. Well, I feel like Ashland's drive the last time was literally 30 seconds because yeah. they ran three straight incompletions. Got to stop them again here. This is the drive you cannot give up any points on. Ashland going to send out McFrederick in the shotgun. He'll give it to Spots up the middle, and he's going to get over the 40. He'll get about three yards. Once again, Byrice is waiting on him right there in the hole. Slows him up, and then Corbin cleans it up. And it'll set up second down and seven. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got three wide to the right, two to the left. Big play here for the Lex defense. Clock is running, under eight and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. McFrederick takes the snap, he's back to pass. He throws out into the right flat. He's got his man, and gaining about four yards, but being brought down is Ashton Maffitt. It's going to set up third down, third and three. Coming up for the Arrows, a big, huge play. Here with eight minutes to go, coming up. And Byrice is a sure tackler out there on the perimeter. He's, I mean, one-on-one, -on -one, I'll, I'll take him every time. So here we go, third and three, big play from the 45. McFrederick takes the snap, he's back to pass, and the ball is tipped on a pass, and it's caught. And they're going to say it was incomplete. Maffitt again. That's the second time he thought he caught a ball that they've called incomplete. 
I didn't really see a good angle from it, but all three referees, almost all four referees on the field, they were all signaling at the same time. Yeah, they were on it. So fourth down, Ashland thinking about going for it here, and they will. Kind of have to here. Fourth and three, 7.50 to go in the ball game. Lexington up by 11. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got three wide to the left, two to the right. Here we go. Sends a man in motion. They'll try to draw Lex off sides, and McFrederick looks over to the sideline, and they're going to take a timeout. We'll see what they do here. That's an interesting timeout. I figured they would just, you know, drop him back and give a little pooch because he did punt earlier in the game, so I figured they were just going to do a little pooch there, but instead they use another timeout, so they only have one left now. Well, they didn't use the one earlier. Oh, that's right. They took the delay the, the game. That's right. So they will have two timeouts left. Yeah. But, I mean, assuming they'll need those timeouts to stop the clock later, they've only got two left now to do so. So, really, I mean, it's simple here for the Minutemen. You uh, get a stop, get the ball back, and run the ball. Yeah. And now with Ashland... Down to two timeouts. I mean, if you can even just get one first down, this game is over. But you got to stop him here on fourth down and get the ball back first. Fourth and three. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got two wide to each side. And Spots on his right hip. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. And he's going to throw to Spots. And he caught it. Oh. And he gets the first down right at the what 50. What a grab. He needed Man. three and he got five. Man, yeah. a big play. Yeah, McFrederick, I thought he put a little too much air on it. But Spots able to catch up to it and pick up a couple. He did bail him out. Good pressure, though, again by the Minutemen, and it's forcing McFrederick to be very uncomfortable and make some tough throws. First and ten arrows from midfield. <clears throat> 7.44 to go now in the ballgame. McFrederick back in the shotgun. Two wide to each side. Ashland having trouble getting lined up here. I don't know what's going on. Fortunately for them, the clock is not running. McFrederick takes the snap. He's going to fake the give. He throws left side, and that one's incomplete as he was looking. Oh, well, actually, they had a backup quarterback in there. Luke Bryant was looking for Landon McFrederick. Plot twist. <laughs> as uh, this fourth quarter has become an M. Night Shyamalan movie, apparently. As they throw a quarterback in there without us even knowing it. Luke Bryant. Takes the snap. Bryant again. He's going to throw left, and he flings this thing over here on the near sideline, and it's broken up by Caden Eichler. Great coverage. Man, and Bryant coming in off the bench, and they're just like, let it fly. Yeah, he threw that thing about 40 yards. And the coverage there by Caden Eichler, and another big third down coming up for the Arrows. That was Grayson Sturry out there. See him on the basketball floor. But uh, I haven't heard his name much tonight. Mm -hmm. McFrederick back in there at the shotgun now. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Spots on his left hip, third and ten. Takes the snap, he's back to pass. He's going to have to roll left. He's going to have to run left. And he's going to be, well, he's going to be forced out of bounds after a first down down here at the 36-yard line. As he got 14 yards on that. And once again, clock stopped. <clears throat> and Nick, as soon as uh, 
I was just coming up with a Luke Bryan, Luke Bryant joke. They took him out, and I haven't been able to make it now. I'll save it for later. I'm sure he'll be back. As McFrederick sends a man in motion, he's going to take the shotgun snap back to pass. Now he's going to have to run left, and he's to the 30, and he's down to the 27. He's hit hard. And a minute man was hit hard as well on a block there. And McFrederick slow to get up. I'm telling you, these these Minutemen, they they really fly around and they, they put shoulder pads into people. It's it's impressive. And McFrederick now, he's even bending over, looking over for the play. He's kind of limping a little bit. That could be huge here. Minutemen going to have to spy him. They did a pretty good job of that in the first half, but on this drive he's been able to run quite a bit. Second and one. He got nine on the last play. He takes the shotgun snap. He's going to roll right. He's going to pump fake. He's being chased by a bunch of Minutemen. He's going to keep rolling right. He throws, and it's incomplete down the far sideline. Third and one coming up. He had the 7 whole, 10 to go. He had the whole D line trailing him. He had to try and make something out of nothing, but overthrew everybody. Big incompletion. Third and one. 7 10 to go. What do you think's coming here? A QB, QB draw? Well, maybe, but uh, he's limping quite a bit here. Well, and the thing with him is you gotta you have to respect his arm. So every time he goes to pump fake, the whole defense just freezes. Well, and after he took that hit two plays ago, it looked like he had no interest in running on that <laughs> yeah. play. So we'll see. Looks like he's walking it off now, though. Third and one. McFrederick has two to the right, two to the left. He's going to send a man in motion, and now what? We're going to have a timeout for somebody here. Who's it going to be? Lexington. We'll take a timeout with him. 7-10 to go. It's Lex 34, Ashland 23 on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, we've got a big third and one coming up here, Nick. Ashland's obviously got to get the first down, but more importantly, they've got to score here pretty quick. Yeah, this is a big stand here for the defense. They've been great in this second half so far, only giving up three points, so let's see if they can get another big stop. Third and one, McFrederick has two to the left, two to the right. From the Lexington 28-yard line, he's going to send a man in motion. He takes the snap. He'll give. Spots is going to be tackled, and he's going to be oh, short, I think. He's super close, but I think you're right. Leighton Osa, and they're blowing it up right off the snap. They're going to say he lost a yard. Fourth and two. That is massive. And again, Nick, the clock keeps rolling. Yep. 6.50 to go, fourth quarter. And they're taking their time getting this play in as well, which... 
Hey, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Absolutely not. Fourth and two. This may be the ball game here. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got two backs, one on each hip with him. Sends a man in motion. They'll have three to the right now. Takes the snap. Gives. Spots up the middle. And oh, he just gets man. the first down. He just got it. Yeah, Briar, Briar Miller met him in the hole, but Spots able just to reach out and pick up the yardage. So, first down, Ashland. And now they have the ball at the Lex 25-yard line. Hey, still. Let the clock rolling still. That's right. 6.15 to go. Lex with an 11-point lead. McFrederick in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to be rushed, and he's going to be sacked in the backfield by... Well, I didn't see who it was. Was it, was it Matt, Miller? I think it was Matt Dwyer. Dwyer. yeah. He got one hand on him and pulled him down. That's, that's a big sack. And a loss of three, but more importantly, keeps the clock rolling. Huge play there by the Lex defense. Matt Dwyer with it. So, second and 13. McFrederick sends a man in motion. Pack in that shotgun. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking left. He's being rushed again. And the Minutemen almost got him. And he throws it down the far or down the uh, the left sideline here right in front of us. Incomplete. Man, the Minutemen were right there. Yep. I thought maybe they'd get a tip on that out of his hand. He was kind of holding it back there, running with it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Big time, third and 12. I mean, obviously four down territory down here if you're Ashland. So, I mean, I don't know if they're going to look to pick it all up right here, but they're definitely going to need to <clears throat> do something here. And I just hope my voice can make it through. McFrederick in the shotgun, third and 13, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's being rushed, and the minute men get him again. A loss of one back to the 30. It's fourth and 14. Briar Miller, man, he's doing, he's been all man. over the place too. Him and Hudson both just wreaking havoc right now. So now for sure, Nick, you have the ball game right in front of you. Five minutes to go. Ashland will either convert this and still have a shot or they give it back to the Minutemen with. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Ashland maybe tries to make them jump and then call timeout here to try and set up their perfect play. Well, we'll see. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got two wide to the right. One to the left, they take the snap, they hand it off, and spots up the middle for three yards on fourth down. That might just be like, well, we've given it our best shot. That, that doesn't seem like a very <laughs> aggressive play call. You want to win the game there. And once again, a great stop from the Lex defense, gets the offense back the ball, and 435 left to run off this clock. And that even confused me a little bit. I, I was thinking, well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's third down, but no. They ran it on fourth and 14. You're only down 11 points. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do I know? Hey, maybe he's that <clears throat> confident in his defense to get a stop. So the Minutemen now just have to run the clock out, literally. They'll send two to the left, but that's not going to matter because you know they're about to run this ball. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Sends a man in motion from the 28, first and 10. They'll give off the right side, and Carson Berry's going to get to the 30. Carrying for the minute man is 11, Carson Berry. And he'll get two, 
And more importantly, they'll start that clock. <clears throat> Scotty Roush will come off the sideline for the Minutemen. And bring the play in here. There's a lot of new faces out there for this Ashland defense. This is definitely not their ones out there right now. Second and eight. Cole Pauly in the pistol again. Carson Berry right behind him. Sends Scotty Roush in motion. From the 30, takes the snap. They'll give Corbin Green up the middle this time, and we're going to have some type of uh, – it's going to be an illegal block right off the snap there or a hold. I didn't think there was enough time to hold there. So maybe they – maybe one of the linemen dove at another lineman's ankles or something here. We'll see. Now they're going to call a hold. That seems like a little quick. 421 to go, and I mean the referee threw that thing as soon as the ball was snapped. So they'll push it back to the 19-yard line, where it's going to set up second and 17. And either way, you just got to keep running it here if you're the Minutemen, because Ashland is just going to run out of time here. Even if you give it back to them and they score, there's going to be nothing left. 415 to go. The clock is rolling. They're not going to snap this ball until there's less than four minutes to go. And Cole Pauly brings him out. Roush in the slot right. Caden Eichler split off far to the right. Pauly in the pistol, second and 17. He sends Roush in motion, takes the snap. They'll give Corbin Green up the middle. He's dancing, and he's going to lower his head and get out to the 21-yard line. Corbin Green. Gain of three. So it's uh, well, now it's going to be third and sixteen. Why do I trust the scoreboard, Nick? <laughs> I'm I don't know. It was third and You're seventeen. Right. It was third and seventeen on the last play. They get three, and now it's third and sixteen on the scoreboard. Well, that makes sense. What do right? I know? Yeah. I'm slipping a little here. That's all right. So third and 16, regardless, they're going to have to run the ball here. 3.15 to go. Clock is rolling. Pauly in the pistol with two to the left. He'll send Thomas in motion. He takes and gives. There's going to be a false start, start on Carson Berry as he kind of leaned forward there. 3.07 to go in the ball game. Lex up 34-23. This gives more opportunity to run some more clock off. All right. We did it on purpose. <clears throat> I'd like to think so. <laughs> That's two penalties and well, two penalties in the last three plays. Minutemen just, they can see this win and I think they're getting a little anxious. As Carter Newman will bring the play in and replace Caden Eichler. And like Nick said, the penalty does though allow them to run another 25 <laughs> seconds off the clock. 2.50 to go in the ball game. As my voice is just gonna get to the finish line, I think, Nick. Pauly in the pistol. Third and 21. Takes the snap. They'll give. It's Carter Newman on a little end around, and he'll get two. And oh, a timeout, no, Ashland. Ashland calls the timeout. So 2.36 <laughs> to go. They only have one timeout left, but Ashland will stop the clock here. And Lex with a 34-23 lead. Now, really, the only way Ashland can get back into this game is if they return this punt for a touchdown. Brought down by Morris. Uh, why would you even speak that into existence? 
I don't know. Uh, and I'm sure that's what the uh, coaches down there are going to yeah, tell the special yes, teams I unit. Mean, AJ, just kick it out of bounds. We've seen some pretty crazy things happen. <laughs> Not tonight, though. Tonight no. is our night. Yeah. And we'll head to Madison next week. And they lost again tonight to the Yellow Jackets down at the Hive. Congrats to Mount Vernon picking up another win this year. Only their second of the year, but uh, hey, every their win. first OCC win of the year. Well, it helps Lexington out, too. Absolutely. That does help Lexington out. Anytime a team that Lexington has beaten uh, wins, it helps Lex. And Mount Vernon, certainly, any win they can get here in the remainder of the season helps Lexington tremendously. Ontario as well. And now, if they can hang on tonight... These points against Ashland will help their uh, playoff ranking quite a bit, I would think. Mm -hmm. We'll know at about midnight tonight. 2.36 to go in this ball game. Lex up by 11. A.J. Young going to punt it away, and it's a high snap. And it's over his head, and he will not recover it. Ashland jumps on it in the end zone. I didn't speak that into existence. I said a punt return. Technically, that was a bad snap. So Nick can't blame that one on me. I'm not but, saying a word. But nevertheless, not the uh, turn of events you wanted to see if you're the Lexington Minutemen. Well. Just when I think, Nick. I mean, my voice here in the second half, clearly, if you've been listening at home, is getting worse and worse by the moment. But. Just when you think we're going to cruise to a win and I'm going to get out of here with even a sliver of my voice left. This thing is creeping towards overtime as Ashland is going to go for two here and try to cut this lead to three. They, they, didn't, give, they didn't give him a touchdown. I guess they didn't give him a touchdown as McFrederick's going to run it on first and goal from the one. Nick was right. They didn't give him a touchdown. Instead, Ashland has the ball on the one, and McFrederick runs it for no gain. Well, now it looks like there's and all going down, and the <laughs> clock is just keep it just keeps on rolling. And all this is doing, Nick, like you said, it's just running that clock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. So take the touchdown off the board. You didn't hear any of that. McFrederick, second and goal from the one, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to roll left. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw left, and he's got his man touchdown. So, either way, we thought they were going to score anyways, but now they've just burned another minute off the clock. And now it's, yep, we're going to have a penalty. We're going to have a penalty on, well, let's see here. Initially, we thought it was on Ashland, but uh, it might be on the Minutemen. Oh, no. Well, let's see here. Oh, they're going over to the Ashland yep. coach. Oh, that's not good. So, they're going to probably take this ball on the one, which makes it an easier two-point conversion. So, right now it's 34-29. to 29. Well, do you go for two here if you're Ashland? Yes. you got to cut it to uh, three. Well, they they Cutting it to four does you no good here. 153 to go, and they're lining up to go for two, and the penalty was never announced. I didn't see yeah, any announcement on it, so maybe they either. waved it off. I'm not sure. McFrederick in the shotgun. Two-point conversion. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to roll right. He's got room. 
And now he's going to keep rolling right, and the Minutemen are going to stop him at the one, and they'll stop him on the two-point conversion. So now it's a five-point ball game. And that's just what you needed. One fifty-three to go. Because now you force Ashland. They have to score a touchdown. Well, and you better throw the hands team out here because you know Rupi is going to launch it off someone. Yep. If you're the Minutemen here, you just got to recover this ball because Ashland is down to one timeout. I mean, you could just about run this clock off. You just got to recover the kick. That's the main thing here. And Lex then, always like to make it interesting for us, don't they? Just when they got my hopes up that I was going to be able to. You know what changed, Nick? Is What's that? The hot chocolate is what threw my voice off at halftime. Uh, I was rolling along with, with the, the tea, tea and honey. Yep. And then the hot chocolate was not the move, but it was the only thing I had at my well, disposal. You, you told me it was good initially. Well, it did. Well, and I also ate that apple pie at halftime. Ah. Maybe the it's the pie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening at home, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, last night, I guess it's just what some people call the fall crud. My voice just decided to go out, oh, and there man. was a penalty. They the arrows elected to take the penalty at the 50 on the kickoff, so there was a penalty earlier. It was a hold in the end zone. Touchdown counted. Ashland elected to take the penalty on the kickoff. So here goes Roop from the 50. He's going to onside kick it. He runs up, and he uh, he gets it off, and oh, it's bouncing, wow. and the arrows recover it at the 30. That I mean, that was just – that's one of the best onside kicks I've seen from a high schooler. I mean, that – I mean, it bounced over every minute man. And there is a Lexington minute man down. At the 35 on the far sideline. And like Nick said, it's, uh, it's always got to be interesting man, here at oh Lex. Man. I, I still can't believe, I mean, that onside, I mean, it even launched it over Cade Eichler, who, did. I mean, and he can, he can jump. I mean, that it's not like. Took a great bounce. So, 152 to go. And I'm not sure who's down on the far sideline. I'm looking, trying to see numbers. The ball's going to be at the 29-yard line, so Ashland with a short field. Ashland, by the way, three minutes ago in this ball game was putting in their second-string defense yeah. thinking the game was over. And now they're out there trying to win the game. And oh, it, it is Caden Eichler. He's sitting up on the far sideline. I, I bet you what happened. I bet you he got popped when he went up to go get the ball. So the score right now is Lex 34, Ashland 29. Ashland just recovered an onside kick with 152 to go in the ballgame. Well, and, that, and that's a big blow for the Minutemen on defense. I mean, he's been making plays all night. And Caden does have two interceptions tonight. But he's going to not really limp off, but just kind of walk off gingerly here. I almost wonder, Nick, if that was – I don't want to speculate, but maybe a head injury. 
because he's not limping, and they're kind of helping him walk here. Could be his back as well. Could be his back. Like I said, I don't want to speculate on anything, but it certainly does not look like a leg injury. So first and 10, Ashland trying to take the lead here. From the 35 of Lex, McFrederick in the shotgun. Three left, one right, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's being rushed. He rolls right. He's going to throw right, and it is incomplete down the uh, down the uh, far sideline to spots. And, <laughs> and Leighton Osa in coverage there. All the way down the sideline, he's right there in position. And it was great defense all around for the Minutemen. Second and 10, 144 to go in the ball game. And anybody who tuned out thinking this game was over, including <laughs> me. Listen. <laughs> oh, man. Hope you come back in time for the end of this one. Minutemen defense trying to win this ball game. McFrederick in the shotgun, second and 10 from the Lex 35, two to each side. He will take the snap. And actually, it's Brian in there again. He's going to throw to the left side, and it is caught down at the five. Bryant comes in and puts that ball on a rope. And the only catch of the day for Sturry is the biggest one. The sophomore, who has thrown just a couple of passes tonight, comes in out of nowhere and bombs it down the left sideline to the four. And Ashland is four yards away from taking this lead. A game that two minutes ago, Ashland literally had given up. And the Minutemen let him back into it. And now at the four yard line, McFrederick in the shotgun. Three to the right, two to the left. He's back to pass, he's looking, he's gonna roll left. He's gonna roll left, and he's gonna be brought down at the 10 by Hudson Moore. That's a reliable. big play, 107 to go. Yeah, and he tried to spin out like he's been doing all night, but Hudson wasn't having it, brought him down. <laughs> I just wanted a couple of easy runs and a couple of kneel downs, and now Nick, I'm having to get excited and use what's left of my voice. McFrederick in the shotgun, second and 10 from the 10. He's going to run up the middle, and he stopped again. Dwyer. It's Dwyer. Third and goal. Third and goal from the 10 coming up. And Ashland still with that one timeout. They're holding on to it. 47 seconds left. McFrederick in the shotgun. Three right, two left. Here we go. 37 seconds left. A lot of clock going. Third and goal from the 10. Lex takes a timeout. Third and goal from the 10. Whew. Nick, you may have to call the rest of this game. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Well, and clearly, I mean, it's win or bust for Ashland. Yeah, we talked about that in the pregame show. Ashland has to win this game because they're already out of the playoff picture as things stand right now. So even a win tonight, even if that gets them right back in the playoff picture, they still have to play West Holmes and Worcester 
And just the way things stand right now, you don't favor Ashland in either one of those games. So this may be their last shot at a win. Lexington, on the other hand, even if they do end up losing this game, they still have a shot to make the playoffs if they can win the next two. But Ashland really not playing for much here, except trying to ruin Lex's season. 33 seconds to go. McFrederick going to come out under center this time for the first time tonight. He sends a man in motion. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. Corner of the end zone. It is incomplete. Great coverage by A.J. Young. Sturry was either going to have to catch that one-handed or he wasn't going to catch it at all. Man, my heart dropped there for a split second because he got it right in there where only Sturry could really get to it, but A.J. snuck his arm through there. And now here we go. Up. Fourth and goal from the 10. This is the ball game. 28 seconds left. Lexington up by five. McFrederick trying to get him organized. And they don't know what's going on. Ashland going to have two to the right, one to the left. McFrederick in the shotgun. He's got a back on each hip, sends a man in motion. Here we go. This is the ball game. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's rolling right. McFrederick at the 20, rolling right. He's got nowhere to go. Throws in zone. Touchdown. Sturry's wide open in the back of the end zone. And what's incredible is there's an Ashland receiver calling a timeout on the sideline. He, he's signaling timeout, timeout, but the referee must not have seen anything. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Ashland had their second string in with four minutes to go in the ball game. Throwing the white flag out there. And just a couple of Lexington miscues. Have let Ashland get back in this game. Roop with the extra point attempt and it is right down the middle. Ashland with a two point lead, 20 seconds to go. Lex has one timeout. Unbelievable. And we saw a game just like this one last year at Clear Fork. We saw a game just like this this year against Clear Fork here. And Lexington just played such a overall better game than Ashland, but Ashland has just made the big plays when they needed them. I mean, Lexington really has done the right things defensively. I mean, you've got McFrederick rolling to his right, throwing across his body, heaving it towards the end zone, praying, and just hoping someone comes down with it, and they did. And that's happened several times tonight. And now Lexington with 20 seconds left. I mean, you're down two, so if you can just get into field goal range and give A.J. Young a shot, that's probably your best bet here. And if I'm Ashland, I mean, are you kicking it deep? I'd imagine so. They'll squib it because they're not going to want Lex to get a return yeah. here. And the squib kicks have worked tonight. So here we go. Roop. 
group will line up to kick this thing away. At the 40. You need a good return here if you're Lex. And it is a squib. And it's going to be taken at the 30 by Roush. He's going to bring it near sideline. And that's a helmet to helmet down here on the near sideline, but they don't call it. Wow. Wow, that was a, definitely a helmet to helmet. I'm not sure how they didn't call that. Man, that would have been big, too, a 15-yard penalty. 17 seconds, one timeout. I mean, you, with how the field is, the conditions, you probably want to get probably to the 25. I mean, even still, that's it's quite the ask, but got to figure something out here. Well, here we go. Whatever the Minutemen have up their sleeve, this is the time because this is the game really on their schedule that they need to win to ensure a playoff spot. Pauly in the pistol. Three to the left, one to the right from the 32. Takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to roll to the left. He's going to slip and fall down at the 20. 11 seconds to go, and that's been an issue the last few weeks. Last week at West Holmes, we saw that quite a bit too, just players slipping on this wet grass. And just nothing you can do about it. Eleven seconds left, and what? Uh, may end up being the biggest heartbreaker in quite some time if Lexington can't pull this one out. So Lexington obviously had to burn their last time out there. They'll have the ball in their own 20. Really the downs and the yardage don't matter. You've got to go 80 yards here in 11 seconds. So we'll see what they've got up their sleeve, but they've got to have something. You always have one play in a situation like this. Here comes the hook and ladder. And that may be it. They don't have any more timeouts left. This may be the ball game at their own 20. And now a timeout, Ashland. How many timeouts does one team get? It seems like Ashland's used 15 Golly. timeouts tonight. 11 seconds to go. Hmm. I'm just at a loss, man. I mean, like you said, Lex is just, I mean, they've, they've been so good the whole game. I mean, McFrederick, I swear, he's just closing his eyes and throwing it up and praying. And it's just, oh, man. The second, I mean, it's really only been the fourth quarter. It's just been the fourth quarter for Ashland. That's when they've, that's when they've done all their scoring in this second half. Lex, I mean, the third quarter was Lex's. I mean, they dominated both sides of the football. And then this fourth quarter is just like, Oh, man. So here we go. This is it. From their own 20, they've got to go 80 yards. They have 11 seconds to do it. 
No timeouts. Paulie in the shotgun. Three wide to the right, one left, takes the snap. He's back to pass. Throws. Carson Berry can't haul it in at the 15. And we've got a roughing, passer. A roughing the passer. So that'll give Lex 15 yards at least, but they lose four seconds off the clock there. <clears throat> and that'll put the ball at the 35-yard line. So that does help a little bit. Yeah, but like you said, precious seconds just ticked off that clock. I mean, what ideally here, you try to run a little out route, maybe get to the 50 and then try a Hail Mary. I mean, yeah. at this point, I don't know what else you can do except the hook and ladder like Nick said earlier. <laughs> Something crazy. Well, here we go. Well, maybe we'll get another penalty, Nick. You just never know. From the 35 now, seven seconds left. No timeouts. They've got Crago and Newman off to the right. Eichler and Roush off to the left. Pauly in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's going to have to roll left. He's being chased. He throws. It's up in the air, and it's going to be batted down with no time left, and that's the ball game. Andrew Pauly, it's the arrow 36. The Minutemen 34. Thanks for coming out tonight. See you back here in a couple of weeks for the finale of the 2021 season. And the Arrow student section storms the field. <laughs> well, that was a tough one. Lexington falls to two and Six on the year, one and four in the OCC. They'll try to bounce back next week at Madison. Ashland improves to three and five on the year. They are now three and one in the OCC. When we come back, we'll have stats and a few scores from around North Central Ohio. Lexington drops this one 36-34 here at home to the Ashland Arrows on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Hey, this is Kayla down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Back here at Lexington High School where the Minutemen drop an absolute heartbreaker, maybe... One of the toughest since we've been covering the Minutemen. And uh, they lose 36-34 to the Ashland Arrows. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com postgame show. Nick, paint the picture tonight. Yeah, man, like Corey said, it's just a heartbreaker out here. Two-point loss, 36-34. The Minutemen lose to the Ashland Arrows. I mean, this first half, it was, it was deadlocked at 20. Uh, both teams were going... Score for score, as soon as Ashland would score, Lex would respond. And, I mean, the first half was just a lot of offense. And even even to start the second half, the, the third quarter itself, I mean, Lex dominated the third quarter. Ashland did kick a field goal with 849 left. But the Minutemen were able to score with 608. They were able to score a 17-yard touchdown run from Corbin Green, 608 left in the third. And then they were able to score again to start the fourth quarter to put the score to 34-23. to 23. And then Ashland did not score again until 153 left in the fourth. Uh, there was an arid snap, uh, went over A.J. Young's hands, and Ashland was able to recover it right at the one-yard line where they had a one-yard touchdown pass to Ashton Maffitt. And then they had literally this onside kick, that was the Ashland pulled off. I mean, you, you can't write this up. I mean, it was literally the most perfect onside kick that I've I've ever seen personally. I mean, it was just incredible. It went right over the hands. Caden Eichler had a read on it, and uh, it went right over the hands of Caden Eichler, and, and Ashland was able to recover it right at the 35-yard line. And then they were able to score uh, a 10-yard touchdown pass. Landon McFrederick literally just threw it to the back of the end zone. Uh, he was rolling to the right side, saw Grayson Sturry, threw it to the back of the end zone, and, I mean, he was un, he was untouched, on open, he was open. So 36-34 is your final. Uh, Ashland with 404 yards of total offense to Lexington's 372. 315 yards of offense through the air for Ashland. They were 21 of 39, five touchdowns, and had the two interceptions, but I mean, it, they really were just making plays. Uh, the pocket would break down. McFrederick would roll out, and there just happened to be receivers there all every time. Uh, Lex was 8 of 13 through the air for 97 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the rushing attack from the Minutemen, solid as always, 275 yards of rushing offense, uh, 34 carries, so an 8-yard average. Uh, 
Ashland only 89 yards on the ground, 39 attempts, so a, a two-yard average there on the ground for Ashland. So the, the Minutemen were really keying on that run, and they shut it down, but the passing attack again just kind of beat them up at the end. Uh, Lex, eight penalties for 70 yards to Ashland's three penalties for 30. Uh, Ashland also had the two turnovers. Lex took care of the ball. They didn't turn it over, uh, but just couldn't convert third downs when they needed to. Uh, only had 15 first downs tonight to Ashland's 21. Uh, oh, big one here. Third down conversions. Ashland was 7 of 17 on third down. Lex was 2 of 8. On fourth down, Ashland was 4 of 6. So they were able to convert big when they needed to. Uh, Luke Bryant, I mean, really, he he's the hero from this game, really. I mean, he came in late in the game, threw a pass down to the four-yard line to get Ashland in scoring distance again uh, to really to close the game out at the, at the end. So uh, just a heartbreaker here for the Minutemen. Uh, Carson Berry, 11 carries, 117 yards, a touchdown. Corbin Green, 7 carries, 116, and two touchdowns. And Byrice, 10 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. So the rushing game was there, but they just couldn't seem to get it going in the passing game. Uh, tough one for Lex here. Uh, Got to go out to Madison next week. Hopefully get a big OCC dub. It's always nice to go over to Ash I mean, Madison and play them. A tough team over there, so be a good one for Lex to bounce back with. Just a couple of scores from around the OCC as uh, Mount Vernon tonight beat the Madison Rams down at the Hive 21-13. Mansfield Senior beat Worcester 44-16. It was West Holmes 51, Shelby 14. And the Moak, Clear Fork leads Pleasant 28-19. It's Marion Harding 56, River Valley 40. Wow. Galleon beats Ontario 7-6. Uh, just a couple of other scores of note. Uh, Colonel Crawford all over Buckeye Central tonight, 76 to nothing. Oh, my. It uh, was Northmore improving to 8-0. They beat Mount Gilead 49-16. Uh, let's see here. Lucas, by the way, uh, was not able to pick up a game tonight, so the Lucas Cubs did not play, and they'll be back in action next week. Um, tonight, Lexington lost a heartbreaker. They blow an 11-point lead with four minutes to go. And they lose this one 36-34 to the Ashland Arrows. Lexington drops to 2-6. They're now 1-4 in the OCC. Ashland improves to 3-5. They are uh, now 3-1 in the OCC. I want to thank uh, Kayla and Rachel Durbin tonight for doing their great work as always. And uh, you can check out their hard work on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, at VSBN Radio on those platforms. Thanks to Nick Lazier for keeping stats for me tonight and uh, his uh, color commentary. And uh, thank you for staying with us tonight, even through my voice troubles. As I promise I'll be better next week. And uh, one final time tonight here at Lex, it was the Minutemen losing to the Arrows, 36-34. Next week, we'll talk to you from Madison. 6.40 pregame show, and uh, can't wait to talk to you from over there. Have a good night. Have a good weekend, everybody.